Okay, enough of that epic ESPN on NHL or NHL ESPN theme. It's me, Francisco, joined by my one good buddy, Charles. Andrew is, uh, well, if you've heard the show over the past few years, he's trying to slay the beast. Slay the beast right now. Uh, so he's he's got to go hone his skills, and it'll just be us today, which means... It's gonna, gonna get, get wild. It's gonna get stupid. It's gonna get really stupid. Me and Charles are just talking about. All right, so yeah, actually, I want to start the show with this. So, Andrew is finally deciding to be a, I don't know, less of a white guy. <laughs> I guess what? I don't know. Not even less of a white guy. What Andrew decided to do is not be mid with it, his meals. Yes, yes. So obviously, we had the last episode. We had the the, I guess the inquiry the inquisition i don't know what we would call it of his no the intervention yeah of, of by the way we have to give one to doug because he, he believes in the dolphins again um <laughs> i saw well we'll talk about that accordingly yeah you know, there's sports sometimes on the show ladies and gentlemen maybe maybe there is. we're maybe shocked but there is yeah but it's not just charles and francisco <laughs> Dicking around. Actually, this show is basically us dicking around. <laughs> oh, if you if you love stupidity, this is your show because now we're like we're we're a quarter of the season out. There yeah. is no real sports anymore. No. You know, if we talk basketball, it's hating on trades and loving Jimmy Butler. Yes, um, y'all are in for it. Mm. So, so we're, well, all right. So we're here, and Andrew gave. I guess he he keep and this is kind of random. I I, I kind of felt it was random. I know it's kind of in line with the stuff, but he just kind of just blurted out there, "Hey, give me suggestions like for what to eat tomorrow, right?" And he and I actually I didn't respond to this. He he asked me if we wanted to go out to lunch today, uh, but I, I think by that point I already eaten lunch. I had a mm-hmm. I had a hearing, or I was gonna have a hearing earlier in the day, but uh. Yeah. Anyways, so uh, and, and besides, my my diet's kind of kept me very limited to me going out. I really don't want to because I know much like my and, and you'll you'll hear my affinity for certain video games. Uh, I can really relapse pretty hard. Yeah, you're a Kirby. We get you. So I, I'm afraid to actually take them places because I know I could. I know I could take him places to to eat some some pretty tremendous meals, but I, I can't be his Latino food Sherpa for now, at least. Okay, I, I need I need to lose about thirteen or so pounds before I can get there, All right, Andrew? So if you can if you can hold out for like I don't know month and a half or more, depending on how my body like I'm I'm, I'm gonna force this damn thing to use these fat reserves at some point. So there we go. Anyways, yeah, he he posted that, and it's kind of funny. Me and Charles had similar ideas, but I ultimately, uh, and I ultimately sent was gonna, I offered him like a enchilada, right? I thought that was a a nice solid, because what his his exact words were, he wanted something that would like make his taste buds explode, right? Mm-hmm. And. But he can't do spicy, so that literally is thing. a conundrum. That's the thing. Like you have to like enchiladas. I'm like, yeah, I definitely can't do that. Like he doesn't do spicy, but I feel like it's not that he can't do spicy. I just feel like he he needs to be weaned into it, right? 
Yeah. You know, like, how am I going to also, like, ever advise this man to have, like, an Argentinian steak with chimichurri? Exactly. You know, the frites, man. You know, it's slowly. Because as much as, you know, Latinos season their meats and everything like that, there's the stuff that goes... On, on top of it or on the side of it like there's there's stuff that can also enhance that already fantastic flavor yeah like we're we go, enhancers we're needle movers yeah, you, up in cooking you go to a mexican restaurant and get mexican food i mean you got all the all, all, all the you know all the different type of uh you know picadillos and and picantes that you can that you can use tomatillos you know all that stuff that kind of helps with enhancing that flavor it kind of gives it more of a kick than it already does have you know and i feel like if he has to be willing to to dive into that mm-hmm. right it's much like i mean, like like asian food like asian food there's 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 they've got their own level of spiciness as well thai food is hard man yeah oh yeah yeah how about playing but you have to be able to wean yourself into it. Do you think he would do Indian food? Curry is too strong for me. I, like I, I've got into. I've had certain. I, Indian I don't think he's at that level yet. I, he's 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 look. He's beginner, right? He, he is, I mean, he's not even beginner. Beginner. He's like he's story mode right. version. If we're gonna try, and we're not insulting Andrew by the way, but we're just going from what he tells us. Exactly. He's uh, we'll we'll treat him like a th- like a three year old Mexican baby. Yeah. Well, right. <laughs> by three years old, they're already starting to taste the, that spiciness already, but they got to ease their way into it. So we got to find a way to ease him into these other flavors that he's not going to get from regular old American food. Okay. This this ain't your Tabasco sauce. Okay. Yeah. Is Tabasco overrated? Can we? Yeah. Can we just say it? I, I think I it pers- is. I personally don't use it. I, I personally don't use it. There's so much more better options if you want kick, you want some heat. There's so many better options out there. Uh, if God, man, and there's there's a fantastic place at the Dolphin Mall. I think all these, and I think it's, I feel like it's a trend in a lot of malls lately because, you know, malls are trying to find a way to survive. But have you ever seen those, uh, those, those malls with all the spicy sauces? Yeah. The, the, oh, the yeah. stores, you know? Yeah, I love those just in general. You'll get a few oh, of those yeah. downtown where I live. Yeah, they, or get, they give you'll a little... have a world of beer equivalent. New Orleans had some too. Yeah, you, you go over there. They they have all the different kinds of hot sauces and spices and whatnots that you can, I don't know, you, you, to to your heart's desire. Uh, last time I went, I got a mango uh, chili barbecue sauce. Like it was amazing. Those uh, always tend to be strong too. Any kind of fruit infused. Yes. Um, hot sauces because it's just supposed to hide on you it's a little sneaky on you it is because you you get that sweet and then it punches you with the heat but it's fantastic i I love it that's that's always a great it's it's a great treat it's uh, a great treat to me at least but Mm -hmm. uh he needs like i feel like maybe i should take him to that i don't know if he's willing to actually go to a mall but uh because they have the the little 
uh, little spoons, just like at a frozen yogurt place or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you I could think try the franchise version of that would be like Tijuana Flats, where you could just pick your sauces. But they're not yeah. really readily accessible. So yeah, that's as cool thing. as they are, I, I want to be able to buy it sometimes. Yeah. I always have a bottle. And Crystal, really, we should just give Crystal because or Crystal. I don't know what they call it. I call it Crystal. But um, it's the most neutral hot sauce or flavor. Mm-hmm. The most neutral hot sauce or flavor, without a shadow of a doubt, I would feel. Yeah. But food tastes better with hot sauce. You ever have, like, just white rice? Disgusting. Terrible. Lived on that stuff. That's in our blood. Put some hot sauce on it. We're good. Uh, I, I mean, uh, look, I, I can have white rice in, in very different forms, even by itself. I mean, my mom, yeah. my aunt over here that I live with, I mean, they, they, make, they make some pretty mean white rices that you, you don't need anything more with it, but... Yeah, you can have some stuff. Heck, I had... <laughs> yeah, this is how sad my diet is, Charles. <laughs> uh, uh, I was feeling a little saucy. And I was I was going to go out uh, on a Bumble date, whatever, on uh, on Saturday. And I was like, well, I can't... You know, it's my cheat day, right? I, I can't go nuts with uh, an entire pizza. I was going to try Pizza Hut. Uh, but I was... I, I couldn't with uh, plans changed. And I was like, no. I can't go nuts. So uh, You can't go to some person and be like, hey, baby. No one out pizzas the hut. And be like coming in with like two boxes <laughs> in each hand. So I mean, for... look, there's some men and women who are about that. So we're not going to judge you. Oh, no. We're not going to judge you. I am literally that person. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, I'm also 32 and I don't care. But it, it was like a dinner. So I, I was... I, I, I'm like, well, for lunch, I can't go ham. I can't... I literally cannot go ham. So I was... Uh, I, I, my, my aunt made rice. She made rice. It was downstairs. It was right there. I was just like, okay, let me just get a, a couple cups of rice. And, and I have, I've avoided going to like supermarkets. I haven't replenished my mini fridge. Usually it's stocked completely, but I, I can't, I have to fight the temptation in some sort of way. Yeah. So it's. I mean, you know the damage I did when I went to Walmart. I came out with with Chips Ahoy candy blast and the little uh, lemon um, drizzle. Okay, here's here's how bad here's how bad it is, Charles. Last time, last time I went to a supermarket, I bought a I bought a box of double stuffed Oreos. Yeah, well, you know what? You bought the right one. Oreos are uh, doing their what hundredth anniversary coming up. Yeah. So you know, it's not as if you are without. They're just so. They're the best. Double stuff are the best. I love me the megas, but they're unnecessary. <laughs> the megas, yeah, the megas are just like uh, you do it once. You're like, I did it, and then you, you, know, you, you, you. I was licking for days. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that was the last time I went to an actual supermarket to stock up with like cereals and whatnots. So uh, I look in my fridge, and it, it's it's pretty bare. It's it's pretty damn bare. I'll have like waters and stuff inside there. But I had I don't well, I had, I had a I had a bottle of. Uh, Polynesian sauce from Chick Fil A. I was like, "Well, let's just put this on the rice." <laughs> All that is is pineapple hot sauce without the hot. I mean, it's, yeah, I'm, it's not hot. Yeah. Can we stop? I'm gonna say right now because we should just make a sub show of you know, <laughs> Franco Sinar. Um, but Chick Fil A is just overrated. I'm saying right now. I've I'm said so this sorry. For years. Yeah, we're sorry, twenty years. year old white girls at FSU. Yeah. It is just not it's like basic. my liking. It's, it's so basic. I can just get the same taste from Tyson chicken nuggets. I said it. Forever. I don't even care. No. You know, be offended, be hurt, you know. Someone has to say it. I feel like that um not the Eric Andre meme, but the other one is just like, why would somebody say something so controversial? Mm. It, it's just true, guys. 
I'm sorry, but it's, that's just the way it it's is. It's absolutely true. And I've said this for years. Look, and look, they can, and much like to what you said about Tyson Chicken Nuggets, like, yeah, I mean, heck, at FIU, that was like the go-to for them to to order like as a, as a catering thing is just get that yeah. big giant tray of, of, the, of the nuggets yep. and just leave them in the middle. With and the, thinking with that we're going to like it. I'll take their breakfast, sure, because it's breakfast. I will never say no to, like, free breakfast from fast food. Yeah, fast food they're usually They're usually decent yeah, quality. Yeah, Yeah. All right. They just, know what they're about. Yeah, stick it in the microwave. Heat up that egg, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that egg get some Get some tapatia hot sauce and you're good. Yeah. So, but Jesus Christ, man. No, and, and I, I've said this really, like... I, I, I see the long lines. You see the long lines of their, their drive-through. It's so intimidating. And, and I'm like, why? What, what is, like, I've had so many better chicken sandwiches. And we've, when we've, you know, ever since the chicken war started. Yeah. Which has been, what, going on for, like, about three we've been years. For three years, yeah. Yeah, about three years the chicken lines. wars actually started. Like, I think we first started talking about it. And then the, they officially said that there was a chicken war. I'm like, oh, okay. But we've we've all tried our we've tried our hand at all the various different this 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 is not a sports show today, guys. Uh, <laughs> it, there will be sports, you know. There's competitive we'll cooking. I mean, so that's a sport. Anything with competition, yeah, and really, what this is is a competition of being the best of the best, right? With y'all don't want to talk about NHL All Stars and then we've, trade we've deadlines. We've dabbled in all of them. We've given them a fair shot. For Popeyes, KFC. Yeah. Yummy. Freaking Zaxby's. Yeah. Uh, I've had, uh, you know, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's. And honestly, throughout these chick- chick- chicken wars, I've I've had very little Chick-fil-A. And I, and I don't want to dunk on my sister here, but and they always get Chick-fil-A. I think it's pretty basic, you know? Mm. When the, when... It's always, it's not even the sandwiches. Everybody's just getting the, the nuggets. I'm like, what are you, five? Yeah, the sandwiches you know, leave a chicken lot place, to be desired, man. At least, at least with KFC, they give me two different. They're like, "Hey, mm-hmm. do you want the chicken on the bone and that grease on your lips, or do you want a um, do you want the tenders?" And yeah. ever since I went the tenders, and of course, how could we forget instant death? The bowl, <laughs> yeah. like let's, let's let's call it what it is. KFC is superior just because they're the one who had the heart to say, "Hey, you know what? What if we gave you something that's a mixture of um, chicken nuggets?" <laughs> But baby chicken nuggets, and then we gave you the mashed potatoes, the gravy, and like shredded cheese on top. And you're like, yeah. a word? Yeah. Oh no, that the the bowls were fantastic when they first came out. I I, I was a I was already a fan when it. It's ridiculous. Came. I was like, wow, this is. I mean, it was so simple. It was such a simple solution. I can't believe nobody else thought of it. Well, no one has the heart because Popeyes mashed potatoes trash. Yeah. I like their their dirty rice. I'm definitely about that. I'm yeah. not even gonna lie on that one. I'm not even gonna be like a super supporter against them. It's just, you know, but I don't want Cajun dirty rice on my with my chicken mixed in one thing. I'm like I'm a sensible human being, but a bowl. Hold on here. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, chick, uh, the, the, uh, and look, what's more, look, I had the chicken for like eight weeks straight, right? So right. good, so like, good. I, yeah. I went nuts I, for that thing. I haven't had, I had it in that a like while. three weeks ago. Ugh. Uh, and look, and even McDonald's. I've gone to McDonald's like twice in the last few months uh, for their spicy chicken sandwich. I think it's actually a solid sandwich, to be honest. I'm not a big McDonald's guy, but their, their chicken sandwiches, their spicy chicken sandwich is a very solid sandwich. Is I that think, the one where I promised to, to get, but I never did? 
No, I think that was like the BTS meal. We never got that. We never hey, got look, that. You, and then we're uh, actually trying to be healthy too, McDonald's. We're sorry. <laughs> well, McDonald's Jesus. hasn't sponsored us in forever. Uh, ever since we, we, don't we support <laughs> them. <laughs> it's, well, I think our McRib commentary might have caught the ears of somebody oh i don't want to eat gelatinous plastic because that's like like, from mattel what am i supposed to say we had that's like one episode like. where that popped out and it never re it never returned i remember on my because i use the same uh uh for the sponsorship for my streams for for gaming and i popped up more often in my game and i'm like I feel like this is not a coincidence that it stopped on our show <laughs> but yeah yeah uh it was it was the McRib the McRib episode uh, our comments on it that it would give you cancer and, and I don't think we're wrong but oh, but you know oh, oh gosh and so I I feel like the, uh, let's loop this back around to Andrew like we're, we're naming all the fast food stuff and it's like the stuff they you know, like I, I want to know what his his threshold for spicy food is because I feel like fast food spicy food is absolute lie yeah yeah that's that's but i feel like if if we're gonna have a barometer i want to know where it's at can he handle i don't the 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 wendy spicy chicken sandwich i feel like that's a very good classic basic spicy yeah that's fine spicy chicken nuggets it's something for old people a little bit of the kick okay prescott likes it you know like it's it's not bad uh checkers man they used to make um the frank's red hot double chicken sandwich that's how I got fat. I'm not even playing. Uh, 20, 20 year old Charles just had like two damn, of them man. each time, double fisted them. They were great. Like, you know. I've, I've actively avoided checkers for a while because of. I, I, they're too greasy. I know, man. I've, checkers and Five Guys. And I know right, Five Guys has like the thing where like, oh, we use whatever. And I'm like, it's still greasy. It's still a greasy sandwich, guys. Like, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not crazy in thinking that. I and the no. fries are soaked in whatever they have soaked into it. Crack. Do you want to know what the complaint against Five Guy burgers are? I've come to realize it. Whatever condiments that you put on it is really unnecessary at the end of the day because they the, the burgers are greasy good enough, but yeah. they're still greasy enough to not warrant. Because I usually get my burgers with the hot sauce. Yeah, that you know, but that, it, it doesn't make sense. That umami you know? takes over your tongue, and you, you can't really. You can't really process anything else after that, right? It's just not warranted, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's on me, you know. It, it's my, me for whatever reason thinking that I need because I'm so conditioned. I'm so conditioned to have additional stuff on my burger that isn't like ketchup or mustard, or you know. I don't. Do you do mayonnaise on a burger? I'm not against it, depending what kind of burger it is. I do. I do. I've had people I, who are like, "That's weird." I'm like, what? "I mean, I, I, I don't try and actively put mayonnaise on. I mean, because because of the fattening yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Like, but I'm, I'm fine with it. It's not like I don't think I, I know a lot of people hate mayonnaise, but I don't know why. Uh, I feel like it's fine, um, and it might be because some people are strictly Cool Whip people, uh, whip. or Miracle Whip. You know, like I, I, I but I, yeah, mayonnaise isn't bad. I'm not, I'm not just you just. Uh, light mayonnaise is kind of iffy. <laughs> if he, that that well, that's a hit and miss between what they try and do. I, I think they've improved upon it, but like ten years ago, that was not edible. <laughs> whatever they were trying mayonnaise. to do with with light or diet or fat free, whatever they're trying to do with mayonnaise to try and make it healthier, wasn't working out. But I feel like they've improved 
upon it since. Uh, I mean, it's, it's relatively simple for me. I just, you know, li- I lighten the amount on my spoon or my fork. Hmm. Knife. I don't know why. I'm, like, killing things on this game, so that's why. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, yeah, so you back to Andrew. You, We're we, trying to figure it out. Yeah. And there's we, a reason why, more. because... Yeah, and I think everybody does. You know, when we were kids, and we're like, I don't like it. And, you know, we have to be force-fed it from our parents. We just want to try it out. That's what it is. We just want to see how that is. And that's why we're encouraging him. And also because I think, you know, what what do you get in Oklahoma? Barbecue. Um, And then he lived in Orlando. What do you get? Sepsis. Uh, Because Orlando's (laughs) a trash city. And, you know, he's not here. So anytime Andrew's not here, we're just going to crap on it. Free reign on Orlando. Free reign on Orlando. Overrated. (laughs) Smells bad. The water's bad. The rays are moving to Montreal. (laughs) Yeah, you know, Orlando's just known for its high crack content, you know, and drugs and... Um, Disney's you know, evil. Tor is a Disney Super Evil. Universal's okay, but they don't put enough money to um, to revamp the current, right. the past stuff, not the current stuff. Uh, I yeah, want to I want to get into this. So because uh, this kind of reminds me of something. So the Panthers posted today. Okay, we're in a little bit of sports stuff, but look, guys, like, sports. A little bit of it. We're we're, we're going to ease our way into the into the sports talk, but the Panthers posted today. So I started Panthers historian. So I'm I'm doing that. It's doing it's doing pretty okay. Follow him on the Twitter. Panthers historian Charles Drew Jeffrey Hollis. Well, actually, it's not okay, literally yeah. Panthers historian because okay, whoever took Panthers history on Twitter got their account suspended forever. Uh, it was most likely a, a shitty Carolina Panthers fan because uh, that that's probably I don't know what I don't know what or, season or some dude who's really into Panthers. Like but, a Joe Tiger dude or whatever. Yeah, something like that. So the, the, the account suspended, and I, I can't get the handle. And, and FLA Panthers was too long for, for – so it's FLA Cats history. So that's, that's the handle for that. Follow him on the Twitter. Anyways, so I uh, – the Panthers posted that they were going to have a Star Wars night. Every professional sports team does this. But may, look – star wars guy i've seen the movies i've, I've seen them like I, I i can get why people like them my, my best friend from florida state was <laughs> wow these guys are not on the face-off circle i don't know why that is in the uh emulated game in the background here but uh like my, my best friend was a, a fanatical star wars fan remember him getting this force unleashed back on uh the ps3 way back when when we were roommates but I I can't get into I feel, it, it's not even like before it was niche right it was just the nerds who followed it right before the uh, um, before the no but okay I, I feel like it I, well I feel like the the no 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 it was it got popular whatever and then in the downtime between was it um. So basically before Disney bought it, everybody was normal. And then they had the expanded legacy universe, right? And that's the ones who were really nerdy because you're talking about people who were like, well, Boba Rett came back from the Scarlet Pit in the books and everything like that. Posting. That's, yeah, that's what, that I mean. that's what Lucas I mean. George Lucas touch. That's what I mean. I, I'm talking about like the, before the even the, the prequel the trilogy came in, you know? Yeah. That, that to get into Star Wars, to get into into it, was a significant niche and i I don't and it wasn't on a it it was mainstream but 
it wasn't on such a, a exactly it wasn't permeated throughout society in with especially with these sports teams right mm-hmm. these theme nights i get a theme night you know minor league teams doing that stuff right but but it not be a professional, professional sports yeah team. not major league sports of any sort but since what the last since i guess i would say since disney got it for sure uh, anytime that someone said may the 4th Oh yeah, probably when that started. That's what it is. Yeah. Probably Which when was, that what, started. Ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. Whenever Twitter became a thing and then Facebook started blowing up, like that was because you know during the MySpace days, I don't even think that was a thing. Yep. But I'm I'm sick of it, man. It's such it's such a normie thing now. I I love you so much right now. Between the last two days, that if I had a child, I would name it Francisco. <laughs> like it's such a normie ass thing. Like Star Wars isn't a nerdy thing no more. I think it's a normie thing now. I oh, think Star Wars is like ultimate hate culture and toxic culture for anybody yeah. who doesn't like Star Wars. It basically became communist agenda. I'm just saying right now. Like I like like let's compare it to the other nerdy things that are out there. So I would I would compare like Star Wars with you got Star Trek. Which I think uh, is, I couldn't get on Star Trek. Yeah, but I feel like that's more of a like, that's actually more nerdy, I think, because not exactly. everybody you don't have Disney buying billions of dollars for Star Trek. Right. You know, it's just Paramount trying, man. Yeah. They're trying hard. Yeah, they're trying. They're trying. We'll see. They got Halo coming up now. Uh <laughs> and people got mad because Cortano's not blue and yeah. naked. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Why do they do this to me? Yeah. So uh, Star Trek, yeah, I feel like there's a level. Andrew's a Star Trek fan, but I feel like that's on a different. That's that's nerdy. That's a nerdy thing. Yeah. Uh, you got uh, a niche. You got all one. I know is Klingon and Vulcan. Yeah, uh, Lord of the Rings. You got Lord of the Rings. I think that's the next. You got a next Lord, one. There. Lord of the Rings hit that cross stream media, but part of it was forcefully rammed down your throat because of the Academy Awards, where they're right. just like, oh, yeah, we're going to give Return of the King all these uh, things. And when you watch Return of the King, it's like, okay, is it good? Because I think they wanted to transcend. They wanted films. Well, to I feel like the two ta- well, I feel like the Two Towers is the one that was most deserving of it. Okay, the best yes. picture, but they were like, I, I, I forgot what movie was like Chicago or something like one that won that Academy Award. And then I don't it was even like, think Two Towers is nominated, right? I'm, I'm, I would think, I don't know. Either way, I feel like they were willing to, I think they probably would have been like, well, man, Two Towers, but there's still one more movie, so we'll just give it to them as an overall award for the entire trilogy. See, and like with Lord of the Rings, it's two different things because there's people who've never read the books and mm-hmm. it's just strictly the movies and the games, the medium, me. Mm-hmm. And then there's people who've read the books and then love the movies. And there's people who read the books and I'm like, ah, oh, the movies or whatever. Then there are changes. I tried to read the books. They're boring. And maybe it's because of the time I tried to read them. I was like 14. I read The Hobbit. And then <laughs> but sister- it was – I can literally feel – and I don't think I ever was going to say this in my life, especially if it was going to be on broadcast. But I can literally feel just – I could just hear the sounds of J.R.R. Tolkien as he's writing this stuff, just kind of unzipping himself, going, oh, what a great idea with the Shire. Ah, because it is very, like, self, self... Aggrandizing. Uh, uh, you know, it's not even just that. It's just kind of like, I don't want to say it's pompous, but it's adulation. It's, yeah. it's self-adulation at its finest. Because, like, I'm going to create a language that only I know, mm. and I'm going to really attend, and I'm going to write all these unpublished things. It's one of the only few works where it's literally unpublished, Everybody's still invested. I'm like, he died. That's it. And let, I'm going to say it right now because we're going off on a real tangent. But I'm going to say it right now. Tolkien was a pansy because he didn't want to kill anybody, mm. you know, from it. Oh, they killed uh, Boromir. All right. Yeah. 
and get off set. one book nope he's back well, yeah and that's fine that's actually a super trope but yeah. then everything becomes like angelic stuff and you know the barney and all that or you know, angels star wars. you couldn't even star wars you couldn't even that now <laughs> so then let's bring it back to star wars it became like so like mad but Who's the audience? Because when Disney bought it, I was like, all right, great. George Lucas ain't going to do anything because you know what? His imagination. It wasn't even his imagination that's limited to me. It's the fact that he just can't write, man. Hmm. He, he does not have good writing skills. Well, remember, the Star Wars is basically a space western, so. Yeah, but he, you know, you still would hope and, that they could write said space western. And, and then what happens. Coming of age type of thing, you know? Yeah. And yeah. then essentially what happens is that. Where it got Disney, I'm like, oh, this is great. They're going to invest resources and all this stuff. And then they're like, hey, we're going to rehash all of Nostalgia. New Hope and the Force Awakens, which is fine. I love New Hope. And then when Last Jedi came in, I wanted a few people was like, yeah, I'm about this. I can get behind it. You know. And the reason why I was for it is because I like some dark territory. And I went into some lore. I'm the, I'm the guy who's actually reading some Star Wars books. So the Thrawn trilogy. I'm finally almost done with that four years. And then we got to like Rise of Skywalker. And spoiler, but it's been two years. Palpatine comes back and literally on the crossways, mm-hmm. Palpatine's come back. Somehow I'm like, y'all are insulting me. Like, what? What? That's like asking me for a second date when you made me yeah. pay for the bill. How dare you, sir? Yeah. It, it's just not good. It's trash. Yeah. And in modern day stuff, you have Lord of the Rings. Harry Potter's another and one they, too. They were too afraid to come up with some other threat. To, uh, I don't know. Well, no, they just didn't want to make Kylo evil. Yeah, that's what right. it is. They yeah. want to do this redemption story. They want to have Rey, you know, be all to it. Yeah, but then... either way, they couldn't find a way to tell that story without doing something that was so, I don't know, maybe well, too easy, too easy to do. Yeah. And like, everything wasn't structured. It's, it's, and the problem is, is they pimped it out so much that I don't care about it. I haven't watched any of their shows. I don't care about the Mando. I don't care about Book of Boba Fett. I Yes, I want the Kenobi show, but they're probably going to ruin it, so it doesn't matter to me. Like, I know what I'm getting. It's basically just eating. It's basically being poor and knowing I have to eat ramen, kids. Like, that's that's essentially what we know we're getting ourselves into. Mm. And they're going to do more. They're going to do a... Um, and you know what's weird? All the prequel stuff, I, I, me and my friends talk about because... I love my friends. They're really into the Star Wars stuff. I have a few of them that do, you know, the cosplay, you know, five, 501s with 501st, you know, their <laughs> shout outs. And then other people doing that stuff where they'll read the Legacy or Expanded Universe edition. But it is very niche. And then we get into these groups of arguments where we're feeling that nostalgic in that old age about what is good, what is bad. And they just want to be like, oh, this movie's trash, or that movie's trash. But, you know, we find ourselves having that argument. We're like, oh, you know, Solo wasn't really bad. It was cookie cutter, but this thing comes in. And then we have Rogue One, which I like the most because Rogue One doesn't make me feel stupid. I don't know. It, Disney's just not good because all they want to do is just buy properties. And because they want to buy properties, they don't know what to do with your properties. And what they want you to do is we have become conditioned. They bought, they bought all these properties so they could fill up Disney+. Plus. Exactly. And what they have conditioned you is just to accept mediocrity and just like, yeah, sure, I guess. I mean, and it's, yeah, I'm glad they got out of the video game game, for sure. Because I, I can't imagine them buying... It's only for now. Uh, buying properties for just to have something, you know, in a gaming pipeline of some sort. Uh, yeah. And heck, we're, we're, we're experiencing that now with Microsoft and Sony and whatever they're buying up stuff. Well, the thing with Disney is they want to be like, that's cool. Just saying it five times. And yes, you can have cool, but the mm-hmm. you know, a six-year-old's not going to question... Hey. The logical plots. They're back. Yeah. My, my <laughs> God, man. Like, it's not even spoilers got... at this point. Everybody knows. There's yeah, well, I don't even care. If you've had two months 
Mm-hmm. I don't care. But I literally got flack for just not rubbing the nuts. Mm-hmm. I said it was an eight. I said it was a week eight. And everybody is looking at me like I'm a madman because I have an opinion that's different because it's like, whatever. But you're t- mean to tell me that your logical story to tell after Far From Home was let's just do a Spider-Verse again because Sony did it with them and we can't <laughs> deal with the fact that somebody else has to make a better Spider-Man movie than we did. Because I think Into the Spider-Verse is actually a very superior movie, but I cannot compare an anime movie to live action movies. People want to, they say they can't. I'm like, nope, it's not comparable because it's just not. No. There's different acting, there's different techniques, there's different directions. Part of the movie that was so good was because of the fact you're like, oh, hey, this is, you know, finally acted. But, you know, when anime movies are like, hey, this is finally animated. This is cool. You can't get that there. But seriously, yes, there are emotional depths or some things that are pretty decent, all this other stuff, but I'm still not going to shy away. I can have a good time and still criticize it. And that's the problem with you know the the media world and going to disney is that if yeah, you enjoy you, it you, you feel that you can't talk crap about yeah it. It, it's either you like it completely or you hate it completely yeah you all for nothing yeah you, like look and and my big thing has been lately and we're gonna find a way to loop this back around to whatever my point was about star wars uh actually let me just make that andrew, point, right? it was about andrew <laughs> but make your point <laughs> but no no well that was the food thing now we're on to the star wars thing uh but it's just it's just normal normally basic ass things too in fact i even wrote back on the panthers uh that i replied to that tweet i was like can y'all do a video- oh, yeah. yeah there we go can y'all do a video game night like i feel like th- there are so many avenues for promoting video games in i think mainstream. pac-man would be like perfect for hockey because they're all trying to chase little dots so you could just have a uh a, like, a little tailor-made for a lot of like especially like some of the soundtracks like the Damn doom soundtrack is perfect for hockey like, says the man who's in love with doom well, hardcore but, oh but it's it's but it, it it matches all right the death metal that's that's hockey to a t okay yeah, but, but uh, video it, games are violent francisco all right we could yeah we could go normie basic ass if you want to you can do pac-man mario and sonic that's fine you know, and some Pokemon. I, I don't mind that. I'm surprised there isn't Pokemon Nights on a grander scale, given that Pokemon's the biggest IP in the entire world right now. Like, I, I don't... I, I'm surprised that hasn't caught on yet. And, well, maybe Nintendo and com- Pokemon Company will get onto it at some point. Uh, I think that's their grand plan this decade. It's become... Like well, they're going to have Pokemon Land, right? Or yeah. something like that? Well, they are, well, Nintendo Land's already opened up in... Uh, Japan and Universal, and they're going to have Which it just intrigues me so much, because I feel like I don't need it, but I think that's cooler to me, because a lot of Nintendo stuff is very voiceless and not animated. It really contains a little mm-hmm. cuteness in there, versus Disney. Like, I, I can't get... I know the kid dressed as Peter Pan is not Peter Pan. I know the person dressed as Chewbacca is just some person who's trying to get to Juilliard, and instead of, you know, just <laughs> trying to date her way or his way to the top, they're, like, stuck with just having to deal with some whiny kid... Who was like, oh, come look at me, Spider-Man, you know, that stuff. So, Those people uh, don't get paid enough. Disney, Disney's a, it, it's a child, uh, yeah. child slave. Yeah, that's what it is. So, Free Coney uh, or whatever it was. So what was it? Coney, Coney 2012, right? Coney uh, 2012. Yeah. Uh, Jack and in San Diego. Uh, <laughs> Jack and it, Jack and it. Jack, oh my it. God, I love that song. Um, what was it? Uh so yeah, yeah. Just, just let's 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 expand our horizons there. All right, all right. There's the nerd, nerd spectrum goes beyond Star Wars. I'm surprised there hasn't been Harry Potter nights and all that sort of stuff. You know, okay. 
Uh, all right. What was it? Well, you know, but, the Harry Potter controversy. I was like, that encourages witchcraft. I'm like, not in South Florida. Yeah. That's the tamest stuff. If you see like a rooster on the road, that's game over. <laughs> um, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. So uh, I guess we could talk about sports. Let me see what's going on. Yeah. Well, rest in peace to Gerald Williams, uh, our Ugh, Lord and Savior, yeah. Derek Jeter's morning today. That was uh, depressing. I didn't really know that they were, he was like, that guy was one of his best friends. I didn't know it was that deep. Nor did I. And then I, I, you know, I went down the deep dive on lunch mm-hmm. about it. And I'm like, oh, that's depressing. I mean, I, I, from what the story was, is that they, they became friends in the minor leagues. And some other minor leaguer was like, I don't know, getting on Jeter about something, just bullying him in the locker room. And then Gerald Williams stepped up and was like, hey, you can keep Imagine this going. Imagine being the guy who bullied Derek Jeter professionally. <laughs> yeah. And they didn't name names. I'm pretty sure uh, whoever it was probably didn't make it. But yeah, you imagine that's 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 massive karma on a grand scale. <laughs> if you were that whoever that minor leaguer was back in the day, so yeah, that happened today. Um, yeah, like a fight with cancer that's been going on for several years. Yeah, it didn't. It's very it, depressing though. Yeah, you know, it's because. I'm not feeling my mortality yet. Mm. I don't think I'll make it to 50. I'm just going to say on the show, I'm not doing it to be egregious. It's just life happens. And I'd rather be like, hey, you know, I'll go at 50, then I will go at like 80. But, you know, he was only like 55. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like, damn. Yeah. I think they, they had a photo of him uh, with the other Yankees crew. I don't know if that was at Mariano's induction ceremony. I'm not sure, but they were there. So I got kind of scared because I saw Williams, and, you know, I thought about Bernie immediately. Uh, yeah. And I was just like, no. And then I had to take a moment because I don't really remember Gerald too much. It's different times. I mean, he, you know, he was. It was. He was, he was the '96 team, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I was a little itty bitty baby. You know, it happens. But I, I was a little bit almost distraught, thinking it was yeah. Bernie. And he was, yeah, he was on the Marlins '03 squad. He didn't play much, but he was on the. Uh, he was in. The, he was there. He was there in the dugout and everything when they won at, at Yankee Stadium. So uh, he was part of that. So he's got. He got two rings. Um, so, so there's that, uh, and I, I don't want to do a player remember forget on him because I, I feel like yeah. it'd be very discourteous. Yeah. Uh, given this yeah. Stuff. But there is a player I want to do one for today, Charles, and it's because I was watching a video on, on YouTube, you know, I watch my sports stuff and I, I felt yeah, like. Don't be like me who sends you other stuff. Uh, that's just oh, insulting oh my god and uh, and we might even talk about that because my god and we talked about it a little bit already but uh so player remember forget today charles it's brandon moore yes if it's the one i'm thinking of so brandon moore everybody uh offensive guard went to illinois was undrafted played his entire nfl career with the New York Jets from 2003 to 2012, played in NFL Europe too, played in the Arena Football League, made the Pro Bowl in 2011. But his, I think he's most famous now for being the butt of the infamous butt fumble. Yep. Which I when I was researching this because I watched the video about the New York Jets, it was basically like, why are the New York Jets so terrible? And well, the butt fumble came up, and I was like, man, because everybody knows who the quarterback was, Mark Sanchez, 
who 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 ran into the butt. But who was the butt in the butt fumble? Well, thankfully, there's plenty of video evidence of it, and there is literally a Wikipedia article about it, <laughs> which is which. Oh man, there's a lot of horrible things in this world, but. Did he give a new definition for tapping There's somebody who's having a really bad day, and maybe they go on Wikipedia every day and they just hit random article and learn about things. Uh, we are those people. All the knowledge of of humanity in one website, and they hit random article. And today's lesson is the butt fumble. <laughs> um, so I, I just wanted to remember him. Uh, before this, uh, 49 to 19, it was on Monday night, so everybody was watching it. Or was it Sunday night football? I think it was a Sunday night football game. Uh, yeah, because it was NBC. Uh, Sunday night football game, like, it's it's great. Uh, the, the the Wikipedia article does a pretty good job of, of, of highlighting the history of it before the butt fumble happened. Uh, uh, the actual butt fumble play and, and the aftermath of the butt fumble. Uh, uh, there's even a postmortem. <laughs> I mean, it killed Mark Sanchez's career. Like for some reason, everybody said, "Oh, this quarterback who went to the AFC Championship twice with us could not be tolerable anymore because of the fact that you know he landed in another man's ass." <laughs> so, uh, the butt fumble is uh, just. A, a, a fantastic moment in NFL history, and Brandon Moore will like. Oh, I don't know what's. Let me see what's he doing now. Uh, gosh, I don't. I don't see anything about what he's doing today in his. He's life. doing squats. That's what he's doing. He's gonna make his comeback. <laughs> but whatever he's doing out there, he's forty-one. If he has a chance of getting back into the NFL. As as a coach or an executive or something of that sort, I would hope that one day he wins the Super Bowl and is the only member of of, of this infamous moment from the New York Jets to have a ring afterwards. Because it seems like everybody who was involved with that that was on the New York Jets probably does not have a Super Bowl ring. I haven't looked that up. Maybe there's one guy who was like on a practice squad or something, but I have no idea. I don't think so. Yeah, I have a very. I doubt it's very. Darrell Revis has to be Revis. Revis, because remember he went to the Pats, and then he won his Super Bowl that one year and came back. Or was he with the Buccaneers when the butt fumble happened? Wait, uh, what season was the butt fumble? Know. Let's look up Darrell Revis. Darrell Revis, it's a cornerback. Da, 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 and butt fumbles in 2012. Yeah, he was on the New York Jets. So, yeah, ha! there we go, Charles. You you got it. All right. Yeah. Oh, we actually know things. Look at that. So he got his ring. <laughs> he got his ring after the butt fumble. So there's one guy that was, uh, well, he wasn't on the field. He was a cornerback, so he wasn't on the field uh, during the play. He was on the sidelines, but he witnessed it in some sort of way. Uh, How do you think those players felt <laughs> when they saw their own quarterback? The guy who had been in the league for three, four years just like, Running, he ran into it like a person runs away from a snake, you know, coming into it. He just ran right into that ass, he was like, Whew. and he went down too. It's like, yeah. you know, Brandon Moore's ass must be like a Mike Tyson haymaker, yeah, must be. Um, I, 
uh, I love uh, urinating tree every every time he does a sports ball thing. Uh, he always has that clip of the butt fumble, and he always pairs it with the uh, the, the sound effect from Mario Brothers when the Koopa shell hits a wall. <laughs> yeah, like like that sound. <laughs> that's that's great. Uh, okay, so that's a play. Remember, forget. I, I wanted to get that out of the way, uh, and then, gosh, oh yeah, I had another one uh, that kind of. I had a theme, but I didn't. I wasn't able to do it before last time, so I, I'm not sure if. Uh, let's see how I can do this. How can I do this? Because it was a theme. I like doing my themes every once in a while. So, uh, let's go with. Ah, yes. Okay, here we go. So uh, I'm gonna go with. Damn it! Where's the damn? Thing. I, I put these in order and I, I never seem to get this right. There it is. I think the theme has been nonsense there for today. <laughs> Uncultured swine. So oh we're boy. learning about international. We're, we're actually getting real stuff in here. Yeah. I, I, I mean, this is stuff I had saved and we just never got to. So, uh, Uncultured swine, I'm going to go with. We're going up to Canada. We're doing the Calgary Stampeders. So Calgary Stampeders, they play in the Canadian Football League. They play over at McMahon Stadium, but not that McMahon, Charles. Not the uh, devil McMahon. Yeah, different McMahon. Calgary, Alberta. Been a team since 1945. They've played at McMahon Stadium since 1960. Holds about 35,400 people. Was the Winter Olympic Stadium? We'll get to the Winter Olympics at some point, because uh, uh, not much. Because I haven't really, I haven't watched anything, not even the hockey stuff, to be honest. And, and it, it kind of sucks because the NHL players didn't go, so that kind of, kind of took out my enthusiasm for watching. The, I mean, the stuff. Well, you look, the if, if Olympics don't mean anything. I, I know, Damn. but for hockey, it does. For like we're not does. listen. Back in the day, when there was a village to not be slaughtered, they play hard. Now it's just like, oh hey, get some sponsorship. <laughs> you know, you don't even get any kind of like you know absolution from like debt. Imagine that. Wouldn't that want to make people like, oh hey, you owe mm. China that much money? Win, we got you. Mm. So, you know. so uh, uh, the nineteen eighty eight was the Winter Olympic Stadium. So basically, just the opening closing ceremonies. Uh, they're also the home of. Uh, a, a very cool sounding sports team, the Calgary Dinos, or part of the U Sports, which is like the Canadian NCAA football. So, uh, yeah, Dinos. I don't know why there aren't more dinosaur themed mascots out there. So, I mean, if the Washington Commanders had been cool, they would have gone with the dinosaur theme. I don't know. Uh, Calgary Colts. Paris of Yeah, well, but there are no Serbians in football. Uh, <laughs> Calgary Colts, who play in the Canadian Junior Football League. Uh, they were also host Calgary Boomers of the North American Soccer League back in 81. The, they've hosted five Grey Cups at the stadium, two CFL All-Star Games, the Heritage Classic, which is the NHL's Canadian outdoor game between, it was, uh, between Calgary and Montreal. And they've had concerts there, music festivals, Ozzy Osbourne. All that stuff there. Uh, and right now they're proposing to make kind of like a dual, like double stadium with the Calgary Flames because I think it's the same ownership group as the yeah. Flames hockey to have like a dual facility that's both a hockey arena on one side and a football stadium on the other. 
which I would looks interesting from the things, but I, I don't know. Calgary's had a hard time trying to approve a new stadium for especially the the hockey team. We'll see. Uh, and, and yeah, that's the, the Stampeders notable. Look, they've. Uh, I didn't know this that Canada has, and look at the xenophobia of Canadians here. Uh, they have a most outstanding Canadian award for the best Canadian native slash naturalized citizen that plays in the CFL. So you could have a guy win. You could have a guy win an MVP. Yeah, you could have a guy win an MVP, but. In case he's not Canadian, they have their own little separate Canadian MVP for for just them, which yeah, you know, that's xenophobia. That that's what I'm calling it. It is okay, Canada, right? I've I've kept an eye on Canada, Charles, all this all these years. Okay, you you bring the pain to them. <laughs> They're not as polite as you think they are, no. uh, especially what's going on in Ottawa lately. Ooh, Canadian politics, baby. Uh, <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, they've got eight Grey Cups. The last one was in 2018. And here are our notable alumni. I only got two here. You got Doug Flutie. So there's a big one. And the next guy that I want to talk about. Here we go, Charles. You could say he's a player to remember to forget, but he's also a Gottlieb goon. It's Jeff Garcia. No, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> All right, everybody. It took a while. We're sorry. We're we're late on this, but whatever. Everybody, he he was he was he lost the internet for like a day or so. Uh, Jeff Garcia from California went to San Jose State, went undrafted, but got picked up by the San Francisco 49ers. I think that's what most people know him from playing with. Uh. So let's see what let me let me get this information about this dude. Yeah, quarterback obviously uh, played for the 49ers, the Cleveland Browns, the Detroit Lions, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he was on various practice squads. And I think uh, yeah. That's also his... infamously bald for majority of his career. Exactly. Uh, 161 touchdowns. 87.5 passer rating. Pass for 25,000. Is that right? 25,000 yards? There we go. Yeah. yeah. In his NFL career. Okay. A lot better in the CFL. 111 to 52 touchdown interception ratio. Most undrafted people tend to be. And. But. He got into a bit of. A bit of controversy. With his comments. So. Like Mina Kimes, I think that's the way you pronounce her last name. Yes, Over we on, love you, Mina. Follow us on Twitter. I yeah, follow you. Exactly. Over on uh, ESPN. One of the legitimate analysts. NFL Live. Mm-hmm. She was she was commenting on uh, on on Jimmy G on his uh, performance with the 49ers this postseason, which Jimmy Guapo was fruitless as the 49ers didn't make it back to the Super Bowl. But hey. Uh, he 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 wasn't that he wasn't good. He wasn't yeah. good. The, the 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 Niners were getting there in spite of him. He didn't finish anything. the job. Exactly. And look, they had a shot. They they could have beaten the Rams if they had a slightly better quarterback. <laughs> that that would have been great. But it didn't happen. And so she she criticized them. 
She 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 analyzed what he did and he he sucked. He, I think it's the manner. Yeah, or unless that was the meme that we put. I don't know. We get all confused, but yeah, essentially it's just like he's the guy who owns the class project who doesn't contribute, still gets the A. Huh? Which I love, by the way, as humor. Such, oh shit! But it's such a relatable comment. It's true. Everybody's experienced that at some point. Either and well, some people have been that at some point. So. Uh, she made those comments, and then Jeff Garcia hops on to Instagram, I believe. Yeah. Hops on an Instagram and was like... What is a 50-year-old man having Insta for? <laughs> gotta, gotta take... Gotta, gotta promote that brand, Charles. Gotta promote that Jeff Garcia brand. Buy some yeah. of that Jeff Garcia... I don't know, what, what would Jeff Garcia sell on the side? Uh, suntan lotion for his bald <laughs> ass head. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, there's some athletes he, I care about I, that I, would hate us. I don't care about Jeff Garcia. Because you know, a lot of uh, athletes will have like their own barbecue sauce or something like that. I'm like, is Jeff Garcia a, his own barbecue sauce type of guy? <laughs> you know? Um, no. I have Jeff to buy, have to buy Charles Johnson's barbecue, by the way. Uh, Charles Johnson, uh, former catcher, especially with the Marlins, he, he has his... He has a barbecue sauce called Catch That Sauce, and I have yet to buy it. I've been meaning to buy it. I haven't bought it, and I need to buy it. So, uh, uh, and Dontrell Willis, I think, uh, sells um, the freaking the rolls that you can you can put. Uh, you can put tobacco in it, but you can put your weed in it too. Uh, over yeah. in California, so I, get, I might have to buy that just to have some Dontrell stuff because I love Dontrell. I don't care what he's selling. Uh, <laughs> anyways, yeah, Jeff Garcia went on over Twitter and then. You know, Instagram and and said some things, Charles. You've never thrown an NFL pass. Yeah. <laughs> That's like some emo kid being like, you don't know who a real heartbreak is. I loved you, bro. Uh so Jeff Garcia. Boy, he is not gonna follow us on the Twitter. No, but I think he's disappeared from social media for quite a bit now. Well, because he got he got turned out to be, you know, proven so, wrong. So Jeff Garcia. Who the, here's here's the comments. Who the hell? And I'm not gonna do this in my sonic voice. I wish I could. Uh, who the hell is Mina Kimes? And when is the last time she threw threw a touchdown pass in a game? Never. And all caps with exclamation points. Never ever has she taken a snap or can truly understand the ability, the mindset, the physical and mental toughness that it takes to play the Q. B position or any position in the NFL. The fact that there are people out there given a platform to talk about something that they have never done is hilarious. And that's how you have to look at her. She's a joke. Laughing while crying emoji. So let's just laugh at her and support Jimmy. Root on our Niners to go out and beat the living fuck out of one more team. That's what it takes. She will never know that feeling. Can I get an amen piece? Which is kind of funny because Jeff Garcia never knew that feeling. Because, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. you know, Jimmy G has taken the Niners to the Super Bowl in the past. So, but yeah, yeah peace also with the peace emoji. Two, the two fingers up. I like how people say peace, like peace on earth, and they just come across as like an utter dick. 
Yeah. So that's Jeff Garcia. He he said these things, and then people, and of course, people naturally implied that he was being sexist with it. Well, he is. And once again, it's an impl- He didn't mention anything about her gender or anything like that, but he it's implied. But, like I said, but it, it's it's an individual attack too. You know, that's much, the thing with people like always sunny. It's the implication. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not like it's not like he's going saying all you people need to understand that you know you've never. If he went and said like how I attack the Twitter masses, which yeah. I do, and I say y'all ain't tough, you know. But he's not going as so far to say those things. He's going and, and he, how many directly go to her and how many other guys that are out there that you've seen on ESPN throughout the years, even after Jeff Garcia retired, are commenting on these games and being hypercritical or whatever that also mm-hmm. never took a snap i'm like still that. trying to figure out how dan orlovsky who was most famous in his career for the safety yes you know is on a spot is it because he's handsome i think jeff garcia is well, just I, taking offense to jimmy t- g because they dan, had the same initials i, I feel like <laughs> i feel like dan orlovsky he he's owned that moment though uh, yeah. He he looks at that. He laughs at it. Like people ask, and he knows people are going to ask him about that for the rest of All his the life, yeah. right? Much like probably Mark Sanchez with the butt fumble. Um, I don't know if people go up to Brandon Moore. It's like you're the that's you're the butt, <laughs> you know. But <laughs> uh, uh, but there's plenty of people out there that uh, gosh, man. Uh, who, there's a bunch of people who've been analysts. I mean. Trent Dilfer, he ain't no Steve Young. <laughs> I, I know, I know, but he, damn it, man, he got a ring. That's the thing. <laughs> that's like that's the one thing that kind of like he can just kind of be like, I got a ring, you know, but I, I on the just, backs of Ray Lewis and all those other guys. Everybody else. Yeah. I just kind of always feel like an analyst should be people who actually bring credibility to the job. But mind you, I also forget one other thing though. Just because you're bad in the pros doesn't mean that you're a bad quarterback. Because your body of work as a college athlete. Mm-hmm. Led you to get in there too, and I even I forget that. Yeah, you know, some talent might have been there to lead you there, but it's just. But it just but, okay. seemed, it's, it, it was kind of ridiculous for him to go in that over the top with his his thing. You know, well, this is also what kind of bothers me a little bit um, about it. You didn't retire with that team. Your career is not defined fully like, on that team. Okay, so so what's this attachment that you have? You went to the playoffs with the Buccaneers as well. Yeah. And the Eagles. And, the yeah, Eagles think, are the really why you had that resurgence in your it, career. He, he went, yeah, he went to four Pro Bowls, including one with 2007. Yeah, with the Bucks. Yeah, so, I remember because my buddy, uh, my buddy used to be uh, a huge see, Buccaneers fan. All right, so he's from. Let me see, Gil- uh, Gilroy, California. So I think, I think he's probably been a, a Niners fan since he was a kid. I, that's I what that it's just like. weird. Like when you fire me from my job, I don't yeah, support you. You know yeah, what I mean? This looks like a little bit, like a little no cow area preference yeah yeah it, it seems like he grew up with the niners of course he played for them he went to san jose state that that seems to be the that there's probably he was being a whiny fan more than anything else and you made that comment you just made that comment so i think that's where it's mostly coming from and he's he's i guess one of the lucky enough to have played in the nfl to add that sort of to make it seem like he's more credible by saying he's never taken a snap, <laughs> mm. but it's still ridiculous. It's still funny. 
So yeah, it's, yeah, it's quarterback that's Calvin. Jeff Garcia, goon. That's a good. All right, so next one, and this is obviously not going to play well with uh, the, the the potential growth of this show. Uh, my, my is I mean, we're literally burning bridges in this episode. So is is the government of China again? So we're back, okay. everybody. Uh, oh, for, yeah, yeah. for for the Olympics and the conditions and just the ridiculousness that there's an Olympic Games being held in Beijing. Uh, because I, I don't think of Beijing, China as a winter destination for people. And uh, I don't know. I if didn't even know Beijing was where we're playing the Olympics because there's no sense to have the Olympics. So I don't know if you saw this, Charles. The picture that you sent me? Of the, yeah. So the, uh, I'm going to post this on the, the video version of this. So uh, is this the ski jumping or whatever competition at the Olympic Games? And somebody put Godzilla next to this. this uh, well, it's not accurate. <laughs> Godzilla and uh, I think baby Godzilla here. <laughs> there, there we go. Uh uh, I think, I think that's Heisei era Godzilla there. Anyways, uh, oh, that is, there's some nerdiness coming out from me. Um, yeah, so the women's big air freestyle skiing competition. In most other Olympic cities, this would be taking place on a natural mountain of some sort with snow and things like that. But I don't think snow falls in China because of all the damn pollution that's there that i, I was gonna say nuclear winter but i feel like the, the greenhouse right. effect has greatly affected the place so everything seems to be artificial i feel like this is china's way of saying we can artificially create any sort of thing that we want well they don't have the space because they, they place the winter olympic skiing competition next to a nuclear power plant and even had one of the the stacks, the smokestacks there with the Olympic logo on the side. It's, it's, it's. I think this is the antithesis of the, of the Olympic spirit for the Winter Olympics, especially, because all of these competitions are usually outdoors in the elements. Like this, the Summer Olympics is all about whatever arenas and stadiums. And the few few are very outdoorsy. Aside from like the any I guess biking or or those triathlons or you know the the, the marathon competitions and, and whatnot uh, and the rowing stuff, but aside from that, everything else is like at an arena or stadium of some sort. But here, like like this this is this is ridiculous, um, and I haven't watched a damn a single minute of this and. and and then, oh gosh, and then the other thing was the Olympic food that is being served over there. Uh, Growth hormones? No, no. Um, uh, well, Charles, uh, I don't know if you've seen this. I'm but, looking at it right now. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so i don't know there's some very very small spare ribs a few noodles there i think those are the potatoes in the middle i don't know what that gruel is on the left side there and then 
People are trying to figure out what the top right thing is there. It looks like it's a some sort of small bird, but it may not be a chicken. Turducken. As sure as hell I know turducken. That is, uh, that might be a pigeon of something. Jesus fucking Christ. That, uh, that, that is not some sort of domesticated animal. That is for sure. Uh, so that's that's just an image of the food that's being uh, served over there, and and it's 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 bad. I mean, even here, this mountain here, they've artificially post like put fake snow because it's it's not snowing there. It's not cold, and and Russia had the Winter Olympics in Sochi, and they had to kind of improvise a lot of things, but it was still in Russia. You know, you think of winter, you think of Russia. Uh, especially historically. I mean, come on. Napoleon couldn't do it. Hitler couldn't do it over in Russia. Uh, like, you just think about that. But Sochi was definitely, it was like a summer city that they made into a winter city. But, yeah, and then, uh, I, very off-color pieces of shrimp there. Uh, the rice, I'm sure that's like white sticky rice, so it's not flavorful. Like, Hispanic rice uh i guess those eggs might be fine uh, but the, uh, those mushrooms i do not trust those mushrooms and that corn i, I don't know i don't like that shade of yellow uh, and it might be all of that horrendous lighting that's in china as well right, look guys can i have a criticism about capitalism capitalism but uh, uh things aren't going well in china for these athletes so you know i'm sure the u.s is fine with their stuff i'm sure they're they're pumping in their own meals of some sort but yeah i'm uh uh i'm uh you know hey we're, we're on a list i understand we're on a list I yeah we're it. not gonna cancel though it's okay uh, we stand with south park we're on a list and whoever in china is listening to this uh thank you thank you for listening to thank us you. we're obviously yeah. that important Thank you, and start making plans to escape the country because I feel like. Oh, that's we ain't what... going to China. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, and, and we have been listening to in China. I have proof of it. So, yeah. Oh man, where where are we now? All right, Charles. Let's 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 do our middle segment. All right. Uh, all right. Let's we're, we're from our non-sponsors, people, places, things, concept. What have you? That we've been enjoying over the last week okay charles I, i'm rambling on i'm also keep on rambling because i think you know where i'm gonna go with this all right so past weekend <laughs> oh boy so friday last friday had i finally used my best buy gift card had about 11 dollars on it charles okay there you go okay so it's 11 bucks right Charles doesn't pay full price for anything. And, 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 no, he doesn't. You know, so I, I paid for a brand new video game. Just came out. Pokemon Legends. I, I, I don't know what the pronunciation of Arceus is. Look, it's it's changed, okay? It, it's changed over the years. It's It was Arceus before in Pokemon Battle Revolution on the Wii. Now it's Arceus. I, I have no idea. I think it's a regional thing. I don't know how the Japanese say it. But regardless, uh, Arceus, 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 I, I don't know. But it, it, it's its basically Pokemon God. And uh, it came out on the Switch. 
Pokemon Company, Nintendo, what have you, it's on there. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I poured over the course of three playthroughs, Charles, in, in, in three nights or th- two nights and a day, uh, 15 hours already. Fifteen hours. Uh, I realized I had a problem. I didn't play yesterday. I, I kept to my promise that I wouldn't play. But I'm playing tonight. <laughs> I'm playing oh. tonight after the show. Um, this is the Pokemon game I've been waiting for, Charles. This is what I wanted Sword and Shield to be. Yeah, has. Um, I, I feel like this is finally the step. And hopefully this this kind of bleeds into the mainline series because this is technically a spin-off. But I feel like this is the the first steps to this series actually being on par with a Monster Hunter. Some people even compare Dark Souls to it. And of course, all the other open world games, they got Breath of the Wild, uh, especially especially with the art style. And look, uh, graphically, you can look at it and be like, okay, this, this probably could have ran on the Wii. I doubt this could have been on the GameCube just by the size of it. But uh, on the Wii, I feel like this could have been because you know Blade Chronicles is on the Wii. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I feel like that that's what the you compare this to. And, and but JRPGs are also very background based. Yeah, exactly. But Pokemon RPGs are very basic, and yeah, they're not like uh, tr- yeah. other traditional JRPGs, especially story wise. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with especially last time you had a compelling story. Yeah, yeah, we really haven't. Not since I would say maybe the. Third Which one generation. was the one where you went against Red? Was that? Um... Oh, that's well, that's the original. Oh no, no, well, no, that, no. Oh, uh, Golden Silver, Golden Silver. Yeah, that, that had to be the only one just for the shock factor. Oh no, the, the Golden Silver was like epic. Uh, even the remake, but it was just like, yeah, yo, you go, and then you go to the original one, and then. Like the end game for that, that you know, the, the the end game for that afterwards, the, the post game stuff, where they make you go to like this mountain full of the most powerful Pokemon, and you get to the end, and you face the champion from the last game, like uh, you can't beat that. And well, they they still haven't, to be honest. But and mind you, I don't hate Sword or Shield. You did. I thought it was fine. But all Pokemon it. games are the same to me. I didn't hate it. I was just, I it, it, I got too hyped. I yeah, you were. I, I, I mean, I, look, they kind of dicked us a little bit because, like, oh, we're not gonna include every Pokemon. That was the biggest dinger. Yeah. Uh, but, well, I was. I didn't mind that to be honest, but because uh, for me, it's just cat. And I knew they would update it. Like, this is not like before. Uh, like, it was gonna update, and they're gonna add more. So it wasn't a big thing. But here, it was just like, I, I, what? Can I get a dark ride in this game? Looks like it. Because <laughs> um, I see a, a little thing there. But man, this game. This game, uh, it hooked me already. It starts off really slow. Like the tutorials, it's too much. It's too much. It's too wordy, too. Like there's too many pauses there. But once that you finally get out into the field, they let you go. They let you go. And Charles, uh, I, I'm not pushing the story along whatsoever. <laughs> like, I've, uh, I, I'm taking as much time as possible to capture as, as many. The, the game is structured... You're this kid, you fall through a, a mysterious hole in the sky because, you know, that's the easiest way to kind of retcon series and make, you know, yeah, there's a multiverse, Charles. Come on now. <laughs> you know, I know how much you hate the multiverse. Technically, there are like two different kinds of Ash Catchums. Well, te- technically, Pokemon has a multiverse. Um, yeah. It was established like in 
think black and white one of those or, or when they had the mega evolutions one of one of those games anyways i didn't play those but it was x and y yeah something like that what so there's 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 already a pokemon multiverse well i fell through one of these holes and ended up in back in time and i'm a pokemon researcher and i have to catch them all and i have to catch them multiple times and i have to observe them doing certain things make doing certain moves catching them at certain times and there's side missions too plenty of side missions kind of do requests for people uh, much like other normal rpgs but pokemon really hardcore with their games lately but the the big thing here is the gameplay it's the catching and the battle mechanics in this game it's much more streamlined and much more seamless it feels more natural you, uh, you, you're out in the field. You see a Pokemon. You can sneak up on it, kind of get it from behind. <laughs> Take that out of context. Uh, uh, rule thirty-four. Plenty of that for Pokemon if you want it. Uh, so uh, you could do that and capture them from behind and, get, and just throw a Pokeball at them and see if you can get them. Uh, or uh, you can choose to battle them. Or they'll see you get pissed off at you and choose to battle you regardless. Like you, you, there's there's different ways that you can do this. You can dodge out of the way because Pokemon can hurt you, the actual person in this game, which is also a new change. That before, like you you, you really couldn't get hit by anything, but here you can actually uh, not die, but get knocked out by Pokemon. Uh, you, the trainer, um, and just that that alone changes everything. You can choose to battle some. You may have to battle some. And even the battling is more seamless. It's not like, oh, the whole entire game stops. You have an introduction where the Pokemon, oh, this Pokemon appeared. And then you throw out yours. And then you sit there and wait and choose the moves. Here, it's a lot faster. And you don't have all those like, cutscenes and, and um, uh, was it uh, wipes and everything to get in, that, in and out of stuff. It's, it's all in the world. So... Uh, and that just got me, man. I am addicted to it. It's and that it kind of keeps you going. You don't stop and start. You don't stop and start. You just keep going. And uh, I recommend this to people, especially if you want something new from Pokemon. And uh, I think it's not like basic starter Pokemon, which is like let's go Eevee and Pikachu. But I think it's it's probably. If you don't want to get into the whole deep dive of the regular Pokemon series, which is like battling and that, that, that's the main thing for the, the regular ones to actually battle and get better and train your team and do all, the, especially the, the advanced analytics stuff of Pokemon. I can't get into that. But here, this, this, this gets into, I love catching them. That's my thing. That's my thing. So, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, promo code. I have a problem. He does. He yeah, does. I, do. I really do. Um, it's expected. I'll be like a holiday game for me. Come like next. Yeah, Christmas or and uh, cause... it's a good. I think this is a good uh, show game as well. You can mindlessly yeah. just do stuff. Well, the thing is, I would probably make this more non-show for the sole reason that it's been forever since I've had a game that I actually want a Pokemon game that I want to hear the background noise hmm. and the animals because you don't get that per se with. Yeah, um, and remember, it, it's, it's not as it's not so deep where, oh, you're, but they do have some elements where you, 
But you know what I mean. I want yeah. the aesthetics. I want the atmosphere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you do have some elements where you can like listen for a certain Pokemon. You're like, oh shit, where did I hear that from? You know? Yeah. And you just Whereas you, you could be like me, who's dying multiple times at Bayonetta, but wondering if it's because I'm trash or is it because of the fact that I'm not all in on a thing that really does require you to be all in half the time. Yeah. Um, but no, it's gonna be there. I I typically get Pokemon games. They're the best thing to play while i'm um listen to audiobooks actually you, know, you can do your shooters but yeah, it's so chill i was uh while i was playing this i was um catching up on archer and i finally finished it and the last episode of the last season really got to me uh rest oh of- yeah I, I, yeah, yeah recipes yeah. jessica walters oh oh god uh but there's that and then there's uh and then i think uh, american dad has a few episodes that i need to catch up on so i've been doing that I guess I'm up. Um, yep. So I'll go another game because, you know, I don't like to sponsor games unless I beat them. Indeed. And I think I might have mentioned it before, but I didn't think I wanted the deep dive. So um, I, this has been a weird last several months of gaming, man, because I told myself, hey, I'm not going to get games that are so like sequence and style genre wise. But yet here I am. I went to Deathloop and then, you know, we end up getting Returnal time and things within like a couple months of each other, too. And then we're like, oh, I went through the Mario love affair. Then I did Crash. And, you know, I'm like, ah, but I think I just gravitate towards games that are to my style. And I love me um, some good storyline stuff. See, the action adventures, I love me good um, platformers. Hmm. RPGs are hit or miss sometimes for me because GRPGs, I'm like, okay, I, part of me wants to play Tales of Arise. Part of me doesn't want to invest 40 hours. And then some RPGs are just very piss poor with their skill tree that it's like a joke. Yeah. And beat them up. I'm looking at Sifu, though, but I don't want to play, pay $40 for it for the PS5. But as you know, Horizon Zero, Ford, uh, it's, it's not even Zero Dawn anymore. It's Horizon Forbidden West. It's coming out in two weeks. But there was a time period where before Horizon was on my Horizon, I was playing Returnal, and the rage was so strong. And we love Returnal. It, it was a non-sponsor. I gave it a shout-out. I loved it. It was great. Play it. It's not as hard as you think it is once you figure it all out. Um, but I had to go in an in-between game. And this was on sale for, you know, Black Friday. I got it for Christmas. It was a gift for my folks. I'm like, all right, go from there. And you need a little wholesome in life. I, I deal with a lot of heavy stuff in my line of work, heavy stuff in my life. I, I My neck hurts like every day. I'm old. I'm busted. I contemplate my existence. I, too, want to be like the main character in Pokemon Arceus, fall through a trap and go back in time. But you can't. You got to go forward, not backwards. But you always have to remember your humble beginnings. And something about humble beginnings when i think about the ps3 there was the instigated new franchise created it wasn't a jack and daxter it wasn't a sly cooper it was little big planet and on the ps5 what did i get mm. for christmas francisco i got Sackboy, mm-hmm. big adventure and it is wholesome and it is cute and it's an obvious not ripoff but homage to your crash bandicoots to your marios they even have a secret level world once you beat the game like mario does and it is hard and i was like okay it was fine but I popped in like 15 hours of it. It's beautiful. Very pretty to look at. Very wholesome. They have some actual actors for the voice actors. Richard Grant um, voicing Vex. Dawn French voicing um, Scarlet. And then look at that face. Look at that face. Isn't that just cute? So you can basically the story of it is Vex causes the uproar in Craft World. Imagisphere, all these fun things. I'm like, okay, because I've only played a little big planet. I've played them all, but I've never like beat them all. They're just very much like I would chill to that music like 12 years ago 10 years ago mm. but it's gorgeous on your ps4 or ps5 i play it on the ps5 
has good haptic feedback for the controller. Man, my PS5 is getting a lot of props lately with the games. I've played so many games. It's weird. You make it think like I don't have a life. Um, it's just very wholesome. It's needed. Typical standard hero stuff. There's some trials that you go from there. You do a little much, and what's great about it is you unlock a lot of costumes. So Sackboy doesn't literally have to look like a voodoo doll. Instead, what you have is um, attires. I was like a dragon for one of them. That was really cool. I had like an Elvis impersonation. The levels are kind of um, ingenious in time. Some are a little aggravating. You don't really die a lot unless you miss certain things. But there's some levels that they do are just um, music-based. So when I say music-based, it's not that you have the soundtrack made by the composer. It's like, oh, hey, Uptown Funk plays in the background. Or Britney Spears' Toxic plays in the background. It was a great moment. I think they had a um, Earth, Wind, and Fire song as well. It was cool as hell because you're not expecting it, and you're like, oh, am I going to get more of this stuff? Whatever they paid for their licensing yeah, licensing for Sumo Sheffield. Sony, and they, Sony. Maybe, they, yeah, they could be, uh, I think they have Columbia Records, right? So, yeah. Yeah, I, and you can play with your friends, multiplayer, random people. I did not engage in that um, because I think I would just lose my shit if I had to play with other people. Though, you know, I have multiple controllers. Hey, come over, we'll play, go from there. Just a lot of fun, about 15 hours for me to kind of go from it. So it's definitely worth the time and the investment. And you feel good. You feel wholesome. You might be a sack boy, but at the end of it all, you'll remember that you are a sack man. And it's okay. Um, definitely recommend it. What do you have on the PS4, PS5? I do want to see a sequel. I do want to see a sequel. You you can get me on a platformer. You know this. Like, I, what do I do? I rebought all the Mario's. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah, because that's an old of, uh, What if uh, Yoshi's Woolly World was a 3D platformer, you know? Yeah, and I did pick up Yoshi as it is with Yoshi's Crafted Adventure. So that's actually what it feels more akin to as opposed to being a 2D5. It's a full in 3D with the humbleness of it. I like it. I like it. Um, I don't even know if I would trade it in, too. It would be one of those things. I'm weird. I haven't been trading in a lot of stuff lately. But that's also partially because there hasn't been any big games yet. So what's the point of me trading in stuff to sit on it at this point? Let's appreciate a little bit. I don't care. Um, but enjoyable. Very fun. Very cool. Good for the family. Good for the friends. Good for the roommate. Good for you know couples night. Good for whatever. Um, or if you just want to decompress as you prepare for Horizon Forbidden West, because I know this can steal 60 hours of my time. So we love it. Damn. Promo code, wholesome. Yeah. All right. So, uh, oh gosh. So it's kind of it's getting me into kind of like a gaming talking mood. But uh, those, those, Sony, direct those, tomorrow. those Sony games are being put on PC. My God. I mean, now that know. they're finally making this push. Like, uh, God, you know, I play, already played through God of War 1. We're on to God of War 2. I will get through God of War 2 eventually. You know this. But I, I just mm-hmm. need to get the Pokemon out of my system. So I just need to put in those 50 hours, Charles, and I'll be good. Nintendo played a dangerous game, though, because they had the Brilliant Pearl remake, right? And yeah. Shiny Diamond, whatever it's called. And then you're going to go Arceus. And it's like, man, you spaced it out without enough time frame. Two months? Uh, well, we'll see what happens tomorrow because they might have a bunch of stuff coming up. Uh, well, it would it causes me to skip Shining Diamond or Brilliant Pearl and because I didn't play those. You know, I didn't do the handhelds. That shit hurts my I neck. Feel, I um, feel like they got – because, you know, and lot, I think a lot of people don't realize how big the DS was. It's the second best-selling video game system of all time. So mm-hmm. – uh, that nostalgia, I think they got enough people from that era that are now adults playing that, that uh, they, they, they're willing to throw that out there along with this. 
because not you know not everybody uh, that wasn't my generation of Pokemon. I played the remakes of Gold and Silver during that generation of Pokemon, which was yeah. great. I loved it, and uh, uh, you know very pricey game now, and I'm, I'm loving that I'm sitting on it. And, 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 but regardless, that's yeah. I think they. they just Pokemon just makes so much money. It doesn't really matter when they release games at this point. They make but so you can much get more. Money. Also, though, Shining Pearl yeah, and Brilliant yeah. Diamond are going to get more money for the kids. Yeah, exactly. Especially with the chibi style. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're they'll just sit sit on it, wait. You know, eventually, I, I, I'm not gonna get it. I really don't have any incentive to get it. I'm waiting to see what they do with stuff now i, I want to see some more stuff like they just did with legends i'm hoping now they do like a legends johto i'd go absolutely nuts for mm-hmm. that. all right do some story with ho or whatever oh I, i'd be into that i'm uh, gonna tell you what i want hmm. pokemon stadium 3 huh yeah it seems like uh, it seemed like uh so they have pokemon unite but it's not the same that's a that's a moba no man. that's a uh, no that's, yeah that's pokemon league of legends or whatever uh so which my friend says is a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I I can't devote time to that. But Pokemon, yeah, I felt like Sword and Shield. Did we even play Snap? Because that's the thing too. We're not even just talking I about the, the re-releases. You I, had Snap in August, and well, you had Snap in August, and then you had uh, Shining Pearl and Brilliant Diamond, Jones, or whatever to call it. And now Arceus, it's backlog. But dude. that's a thing. But that's a thing though. Like that's three different offsets. Yeah. In a span of four months, and it's like I want to play Snap because that's going to be a perfect chill. That's that's literally the definitive like, besides Diablo three, um, and Dreams. That's the definitive show game, is it not? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, it's just I, I wanted Snap, but I just couldn't. I'm not paying sixty bucks for it. That well, that was one. That was one. I was uh, hoping to get it later on, uh, you know, uh, Christmas money, all, all kinds of stuff, but. And I'm not gonna buy it digitally. I'm, I'm no longer like full retail releases. I'm just getting them physically. I'm not yeah, gonna get because you're already thinking about how you're gonna pay it out. Exactly. Look, dude. I, I like I mentioned this. I sold a demo disc for forty five bucks. I mean, she, I, that I got for free for like a mail in thing. And uh, yeah, man. Yeah, sit on that. Sit on that for twenty years, and then come back to me. Uh, okay, but. Where was I going with this? I, I lost. Pokemon, my, uh, yeah. Sack Boy, Sack Remind Boy, you. just the stuff and just the backlog, man. And look, this is a gaming centric episode. I, mean, I think me and Charles have had this kind of bubbling up with uh, the normal sports well, show. But we'll, we'll, we'll give them some pauses. MLB still on strike. We'll talk about Trevor yeah, Bauer there's, when there's, there's actually real, stuff. Yeah, there's, NBA, there's we love Jimmy Butler. The trades suck. Yeah, the Heat All are the being overlooked. Sucked. The Heat are being overlooked as we NHL, go. whatever NFL. Sacramento Kings are still awful. NFL, NFL name a prediction right now so we can get over <laughs> so we can go to things that matter. My heart says Bengals, but my brain says Rams. Whereas my heart says Rams, my brain says Bengals because really? the Rams don't prep out. Mm-hmm. They don't. They, you know, and I want Aaron Donald to get that. I damn. want I, and I really want the narrative of uh, they're hosting their Super Bowl and then they still lose at their home. Whereas I want also the narrative of like this man went from an Owen 16 team had to leave because he knew he could be better and he was better. Mm. He he literally pulled the Marino move that Marino couldn't pull. Yeah, he did. Yeah. At the end of the day, they played as long for the same franchise. Marino yeah. went what 15 years. Yeah, if Marino had 
demanded a trade, you know, at least five years before he went out, right? Yeah. I think, but I think it was more of the era that he was in too. Like, like John Elway didn't leave Denver, and I, I don't think. But John Elway also didn't want to go play for the Colts, so that's not necessarily. Well, I know, but that was like a beginning thing. But I'm saying like start to finish, like him. It was him and Elway. Those are the two characters. Yeah. And I don't think he was. Elway wasn't going anywhere to go find and 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 win a Super Bowl anywhere else, even though he had more shots at it than Marino. This is true. I mean, you go what five times, three times you had failed. Elway is the ultimate um, payoff. So you want Stafford to be the new Elway. Well. Would he even be? I'm trying to think of what quarterback literally had to lead their team to succeed and make it for the first one. Um, uh, I can't think of any. I think I, that would be. I, there's a hockey. Right? I, I got a hockey one. Ray Bork. He was with Boston all those years, and then he finally gets traded to Colorado, and they win it all, and that's his only championship. So then he then he retired that same year. So mm-hmm. uh, that's 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 a hockey one that I can give you. It's always the the go to for, for that type of stuff. You know, riding out to the sunset. Um, yeah, well, Stafford didn't run into the sunset no, at he's all. Not going to. But um, and then the also narrative for the Rams too is just like OBJ, just be like, it, I, Cle- Cleveland needs to be bad. I, I every <laughs> there's like every odd year, it's like okay, I want to see him succeed, and then they just fall back big time. How how much would it be that a guy, whether or not he caused the drama or not, there was drama, mm. and he ends up just fulfilling showing because what this does too is that whether or not they win the ring at the end of the day. It makes sure that OBJ doesn't have to go the way of Antonio Brown and just bounce the teams on the minimum contract. He's still going to get his money paid. And isn't that just a stinker where that season just they went bad um, after he left? In between, then OBJ goes and he's still learning, getting comfortable. I don't know. But I, I don't care about football enough. I, I'll get yeah. hyped for it because I'm not going to devote Ooh. our show to something that people are going to go to. But I know what I we can devote our show to. Oh, hold on. Let me let me get something else out of the way. Let me see. Uh, NHL, where are we? Oh, well, the hockey, they're, they're back from the All-Star break. Uh, I think the, the Metropolitan Division won the mm-hmm. All-Star Game tournament, and Claude Giroux from the Flyers uh, was the All-Star Game MVP. So there's that. And then I, don't, I forgot who won each of the competitions. And, and then we had the Breakaway Challenge which is basically like the dunk contest for the NHL. And the guy who should have won didn't. Uh, Zegras, I, I think I sent you the tweet of the guy who uh, did a dodgeball tribute and yeah. uh, went in there uh, wearing the uh, the uniform and was blindfolded and had dodgeballs being thrown at him by mascots. And he still uh, made a goal, uh, backhanded, one-handed, uh, like it was amazing. It was fantastic. It was it was beautiful, but uh, yeah, a lot of people were disappointed in Vegas's hosting of the All Star Game. They thought it was going to be much more Vegasy. Yeah, and people kind of like they hated it. Uh, I think uh, Machine Gun Kelly did the pregame song before the game started. Like people hated that. But... Oh, there you go. That's what we're hyped about the Super Bowl for. We're hyped for basically, you know. White, let's go, Brandon's being very uncomfortable <laughs> watching the halftime show, just as they were uncomfortable for Lady Gaga. Oh, this year's the ultimate year for that, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot There's about all, that. All the season on the chicken for this halftime. Turtlenecks and chains, baby. <laughs> Steven Ross is going to be rolling in his uh, in his million dollars. Ooh, ooh come with that heat. I'm not, I'm not a Dolphins fan, so I don't care. I can throw that shade. 
Uh, okay, I'm, let me just get... I don't think the Dolphins are racist. Out of all the things I criticize the Dolphins for, I don't think they're racist. Uh, yeah, but this is the fun narrative that I'm going to run with. I, I think it's all the other 20... Well, 28... No, no, actually... Hold on, Jerry Jones is getting Smith got out. hired by the, the Texans. Now, do you... I'm putting on my tinfoil hat here. Uh, do you believe that they hired him just so that they can squash Pat, Brian Flores' loss? nobody wanted to go coach for the Houston Texans that were first-time coaches. That's true And then Lovey... Lovey's just like, look, and look man, I love Lovey. Sure. I love Lovey, okay? Yeah. Right? I mean, he... He, he, took he just came out of nowhere in this hire. Terrible Bears team to the Super Bowl with Rex Grossman. Rex Grossman. Okay. And then had to endure Jay Cutler for a little and bit. Overrated and overrated Brian then, Urlacher. Uh, yeah. Oof. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. man, that's that Jason Thomas love coming in on you on that. Uh, uh, Zach Thomas. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Zach Thomas, sorry. Yeah, but yeah, Taylor, man, yeah. you just did it. I got them all fused into I've it. said, yeah. I've seen the numbers. I'm not. Are look, you saying that Erlocker was able to do what he do because people were. Th- As were a guy who used to be Peanut a Tillman? Dolphins fan, according to the lore of this show, uh, that's the one thing I, I, I can get behind is that Zach Thomas is being snubbed repeatedly for the Hall of Fame. Uh, so yeah, and Brian Urlacher was more overrated than anything else. Uh, I don't, I don't hate your take because that defense was stacked from ass to elbows. Mm-hmm. They had Tank Williams, Peanut Tillman, all these other guys, to which allowed Urlacher to really do his stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, why does this man just absorb a child? Yeah. I'm at like the end boss of Bayonetta. So well, anyways, uh, Lovey, welcome back. Uh, you know, yeah. welcome back. A conspiracy tinfoil theory. Yeah. Nobody wanted to work, and Lovey's like, sure, that, because he yeah. wasn't. It was not like he was never going to get a chance to get argument back. Is like, well, nobody wants to play coach for the Texans. <laughs> you know. No. Uh, Why so. is that little girl's head sticking out of this man's chest, Francisco? What am I playing? It's it's been. You know, I, I played two. On, I never, I never finished this. one. You never played. Oh, you never I never finished one. one. Oh, you never re- back one. in the day when we rented video games. Oh, okay. okay <laughs> I, would, no. I got like a, a quarter of the way through. This is from being oh. in the uh, the edition of the second one. When you got it for the Switch, you got one and two together. Yeah, I got both oh. together and I played through them sequentially. So, okay. All right. So now this man just has a child sticking out of his chest and I'm like, I'm very uncomfortable right uh, now. Yeah, love it. Ah, we'll see. Hopefully they have. Okay, hopefully get through tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. We'll get like an actual day and like, hey, this is coming out. Here we go. Uh, all right. Ah, what was it going on? So yeah, Lovey Smith. Smith. Yeah, okay, we talked about that. Uh, NFL. Okay, Super Bowl. Here we go. Uh, all right. So there was a question about what food because oh, man, we're, we're talking about food and video games. <laughs> what That's food us. items need to be at the Super Bowl parties that people oh, are going to be This could be our equivalent of like you don't need uh what was the thing that the guy hated? My boy oh, Matthew mac Judon. and cheese. Yeah you don't need mac oh this is our this is gonna be a continuous thing every time. Do it, Francisco. Okay so Slaughter him. so I was listening to the Hawkman and Crowder show and they love talking oh. about food on that show. Uh, Ho- Crowder's a, a vegan now and they make fun of yes he must be health condition because that man i don't know he said that he was doing it with his wife i'm not sure but either way he's he's full on he's he's doing it um so uh so uh they talk about food often right every guest that they have on every they'll they'll get into a discussion about that now they're talking about super bowl parties because a lot of people are especially this year they're gonna get back to actually doing them uh and uh, i'm going back to west palm beach 
to go watch the Super Bowl this year. So I, uh, that's a while. another reason why I'm desperate to keep losing weight because, man, those trips back home. <laughs> they get you. Uh, I'm, Mom's part that looks at you is like, Nino. I'm a freeloader through and through. I'll tell you that much. But oh, but my sister's house. Uh, and they just order in the stuff a lot That's of times. right. Your sister just like destroys food. Yeah, just uh, the ordering that in that stuff and that 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 doesn't bode well for me. But she also makes this fantastic cheese dip with the with the bits of sausages inside of it. Like, oh my god, it is it is heavenly. Um, and, and a little bit of a kick of spice in there. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, and there's another dip that she makes with with beans that uh, I'm I'm looking forward to as well. I'm hoping she makes that for for the Super Bowl uh, this year. Because uh, and, and look, we always have we have the staples. Got the hot dogs and the burgers. Okay, always have those staples. I don't think we do ribs. I wish we did. Who does ribs? That's so messy. I know, but it feels. I mean, like- I don't hate it. I've just never seen it in a sequence. Yeah, yeah, most people have the, it, but it's it's really finger food season, Charles, right? Sure. I think it's finger food season. Depends. Now, uh, pizza. Pizza is a neutral thing. Pizza is when it's a big group of people, and because I remember when I used to, I had one coworker, her and her mm. husband, had all that stuff from back in the day, and damn it, I was talking, I got hit. Um, and she, there would be like a, this like 10 to 12 years ago where they would have their, you know, their, you would gamble obviously, cause you'd be playing with the spread mm-hmm. and then you just order pizza for people that have more than 10. I feel if it's under or over you know, a little bit under that, you don't go pizza. Um, and if it's, you know, more than that pizza is more economical because it's a lot to cook for people that true. many that are in the double digits, man. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing that a lot of people, Aside from barbecue, I don't know if anybody's actually really cooking out that much for for like, and I'm talking about like having the the, the, the tray with like the potato salad. Some or, people love their some people love their football, man. I live in a house where no one wants like. To I get it if big. your team like if your team is in the Super Bowl, like mm. especially that that's a momentous occasion. You gotta you gotta go all out for sure. I just think of um, Ace Ventura and they get the little football cookies. <laughs> yeah. I don't oh, know yeah, why, yeah, but yeah, I need this to happen. Go, go to Publix right now. Go to Publix right now, and you'll see it right there. Right there. Front the laces were out. The they laces got, were in. They got the chips. They got all the Tostitos. They got the salsas out there. Like That's that's all out there for sure. Somewhere there's somebody making a Cincinnati party Bengals platters. cookie. Yeah, the party platters. Uh, so, and of course the... Yeah, and the the cupcakes with the little football little rings for the kids that they does can anybody really buy those in. though? Oh, people buy those, man. Especially with would you be inclined to? Well, especially with the kids. Especially with the kids, I eat them. I've eaten them every time I go to my sister's place, and they have the the Super Bowl cupcakes out there. I, I, I you're love a freeloader, Francisco. I, yeah, because it, it's the only time I'm gonna have cupcakes, Charles. It truly really is. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not lying. Like, I, I really, um, but that's so. So you need your finger foods. You need your party platters. Pizza rolls. 
Tostino pizza rolls are on the table. Tostino's pizza. If you have kids there, you put it in the bake. I'm telling you. Hmm. Yeah, no, seriously. My sister does all the time when you know my nephew and his uh, siblings come over. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I get it. And going to your point about pizza, I feel like you get pizza if yeah, you're right. If you're planning a lot of people, and especially if you're planning a lot of people, and you want to be safe with regards to taste buds and things like that right because we might yeah. we might have andrew coming on over and he doesn't like the spicy stuff <laughs> you know so he might not be going into the dips and the stuff do you think andrew thinks pizza rolls are hot this is gonna be the running joke he probably eats no, them no, like no, crazy, no. but we're gonna be holding this forever there's a difference between hot and spicy right yeah there's a difference okay there's do you a... think do you think he thinks pizza rolls are spicy no no no, this is gonna be the joke that I have until we end this show. <laughs> until forever. he comes back and yeah. we we have him actually try out meals of some sort with some sort of exotic, I don't know, ethnic exotic food to him. Yeah, I feel like if we say ethnic, it makes it seem like Andrew's racist, and it's not. It's no, just, it's not. Know, but it just the man we, we has just, been highly sheltered. Yeah, we're trying to broaden food. his horizons, and look, it's not like. It's not like I, I haven't, you know, been been one, but I I go out there, I try. Look, I've had a lot of Jewish foods because my mom worked for a Jewish family and would bring on. Oh, I've had latkes, I've had the the matzahs and all that stuff. Like so, don't, don't like I, I I've given that culture a chance. It's time he reciprocate this time, you know. Uh, it's too bad I, I I'm not joining him for as much of it to be honest. Because look, you know <laughs> me. Like if it wasn't for this diet. Cause I, I'm 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 adamant this year with trying to lose this weight, cause I I want to eat like a pig again, <laughs> without with I want to eat like you, Charles. Now I know I've been making you, you love you me don't for want to. like, but I you don't want to. I'm literally taking one for the team all the damn time, man. Oh man, but I want. I, oh, I'm getting fast this week, by the way. <laughs> I'm gonna get red velvet. Yes. And you know it's gonna come, Damn, and I'm just gonna put that ish on there. Oh. I have to try the red velvet, man. We know this. Oh my god! I, I yeah, I can't. Uh, I don't I have time to go to JoJo's tomorrow. I gotta be I in two counties for court hearings. I, I switched it up today. I had a smoothie. I okay. A smoothie and uh, Fritos. One one bag of Fritos. It's the chips that I got concerns on. And I love chips, don't get me wrong, but I know how easy those... I'd rather buy you a big bag and have you like figure out your own stuff as opposed to get the multiple small bags. Because that's like me... You know I have an office stash of like Cosmic Brownies that the girls at work buy for me because they just know that I'm terrible. Oh, that's, that's another reason why I'm glad I don't work with a ton of other people because there's always you know food coming in from the oh, yeah. Texans and stuff like that. My sister works at, a, at, her, at her clinic and and they're bringing in the treats and they're all they're all latinos so you know that ain't diet oh yeah no 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 you you know we're gonna get those bocaditos they're coming in with the full ass meals oh my god all right oh but those all those pastelitos coming in that's that's dangerous man it is dangerous Uh, i'm i'm glad i and Andrew even tried to get me to see if I could buy a mini fridge for my office, and I, I can't. 
I, I cannot have something that can house food in my office. It's 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 too dangerous. No way. I can't do it. But um hold on, what is this? I got a text. Anyways, I'll answer that later. Uh, gosh, where was I going with this? this uh, meals this whole, at a Super Bowl. This whole, this whole, yeah. Okay, so so Tostino's pizza. Uh, t- yeah, I just haven't thought of that. That's that's a good. That's a different angle. Um, and the pizza for sure. You need your Tostitos chips. You need to have them now. Yeah, Charles, you need a version of dips too. Yeah. Now, Charles. Now, are are you? Do you go for the classic style or are you a the ones the scoops? All right, human beings are fucking nasty. Excuse my French, but that would be the one time to curse big. You better give me the scoops mm-hmm. because I've seen people br- with the scoops less chance of fingers in the dip. It's the same reason why I couldn't go to like Golden Corral with the chocolate um, lava <laughs> mountain because yeah. I see some nasty ass kid coughing oh in their God. hand in there. You think those old men they got stable hands? Them old ladies, you think they got the stable hands? <laughs> I wouldn't even. Yeah, I don't let you know people like. I don't know how I was spoon fed as a baby if I didn't spit that back at my mother. You know, that kind of thing. I'm like, I don't want that germs and stuff. <laughs> so with the scoops, at least you know that if there's any sauce on your fingers, is because it's the residue of the corner. Mm-hmm. And the problem is too is there might be smaller, but scoops don't break because yeah. depending on the tostitos that you buy, because there's some people that just want straight up corn chips. Some people are cheap. Some people get the dollar cheese stuff, mm-hmm. and then some people get the tostitos seasoned and they'll go from there. Or you be a super heathen like I am and get you know turn your head away and get the Doritos Cool Ranch and scoop that. Like a true healer. <laughs> What's the difference? What is the difference, Francisco? It's a, it's a flavored chip that you're adding more to, I guess. And it's the more... It, the Cool Ranch is the corn chips, though. Like, that, and it is it is structurally more sound than the regular Tostino's uh, mm-hmm. chips. It's not like I'm mixing the nacho cheese, man. Because those the, the normal Tostino's chips break off pretty easily. Now, they're not like the chilies chips which are are basically like those things just snap when you breathe on them yeah but they're they're mr glass yeah but the tostitos ones still are are also um and you know it's actually pretty smart to get uh for these if you want some good dip get get some of that chili chili dip from from chilies for the chips Uh, the the bean ones with the the never never ever ever if you're using dip ever buy pre-made queso it never tastes the same it never tastes good. Cheddar spread is vastly different, but I'm mm. always, even when I was like eating chips and queso yeah. at home because there was a dark period. My sister in my makes life a good one. Yeah, that's what you, I'm hoping. You have she to has. make it handmade. Yeah, yeah, buffalo dip as in well. In the slow cooker, get that. So, you know what? I could say buffalo queso dip is kind of overrated because you can't really taste the chicken because the queso like cuts it up too much. It's the same way of how you get um crab and queso that we talked about yesterday. But you never have store bought queso. Absolutely refuse it. Yeah, like the yeah. I mean, Tostitos has them. You know, they have their own brand of it. Yeah, yeah. But that's but I'm saying store bought. uh, I would get at least restaurant from a a restaurant or something. Just Mm -hmm. just order that in. You know, they they made it that day. It's it's, if it's here's this is another thing. If it's a party of four under, you can always just buy food like order chicken wings or something oh, yeah. from brew's room or jojo oh, wings, the wings stuff awesome. calling out to me charles like i can't never still have it i there's one by fort pierce that i could go to but um but why would i cheat on jojo's or fats <laughs> because at least i know i can get like you know yeah, waffles in my damn local. oh god 
supporting local businesses. Um, yeah, uh, God, pretzels. Know. I think I think pretzels are a good neutral pretzels? party finger for anything. Mm. Anything. I'm not. I'm not big on pretzels. I mean, I don't mind pretzels, but I'm just not big on them. Well, I'm talking about like a whole decor. Like if I if I have any event for work or if I go to mm. usually if I go to people's houses for stuff I bring you know Publix cookies mm. because y'all always need dessert. There's always a lacking of dessert. I feel Super Bowl is not really a dessert type of thing because most people are drunk off their ass by the end of the game. They're not really man. And unlike me, when I I crave sweets when I when I when right I, yeah when I when I drink alcohol that seems to be my thing. I, I get tired and I want sweets. That's my thing. And it's probably because I'm getting tired. I need a I need a sugar rush to keep me up. That's probably mm-hmm. the the reason why. And like other people, you know, go crazy and and beat beat people up. Uh, other people are a little too happy and go out into the streets. Me, I, I want some damn ice cream. <laughs> That's what I want. Yeah, the Super Bowl is not really a aside from those cupcakes well, that you, I told you about. I don't. You don't bring pies, but you definitely have cookies. Yeah, cookies yeah, and cupcakes are fine. Cookies with the. Uh, I, I remember uh, the tweet that I sent you about the sugar cookie. Mm. Uh, I don't know who thinks those are nasty. I like them. I, I like. I love sugar cookies. Yeah. Or not 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 the sugar cookies. The frosted cookies. Yeah, the frosted cookies. Yeah, sugar. Yeah, cookies like, are different, but... yeah. I, I I need milk. Look, I really don't hate any cookies. People hate oatmeal. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oatmeal is great. I don't buy it, but I, the oatmeal you buy when you buy the variety pack. Unless you're oatmeal allergic. or oatmeal cookies. Oatmeal cookies. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, and the, the ice. The, oh God. You know what's really bad? The 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 ones with the the frosted oatmeal cookies at Publix. Oh, oh yeah. I like that. They make them really tiny. They make them super tiny, and they the are reason. instantly binge worthy. And mm. my dad buys them because he eats them, and I I go I go back to West Palm, and it's a box right there, and it's like ah just one. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's bad. I had I had one person who bought chili or who made chili for um, Super Bowl. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I want chili because there's dip somewhere near. You know what I mean? I think. I feel like chili makes sense, but you first you have to trust the person who's making the chili. Very much so. <laughs> you have to trust it because it, it looks, everybody has that friend or family member that makes their famous chili. I hope to be one of those people one day. Oh. I, I, I do not have that. But, uh, but I already told you what I'm going to make for my first actual... Uh, like When you come over to my place whenever oh, yeah. I buy that, I, worry, I know what I'm making. Because that man inspired, That man is a hero. Well, I, that's why I sent it. I subscribe from... to his channel. I don't subscribe oh, to many channels. I don't. I don't like many videos see. on YouTube. I know everybody asks to like and subscribe. Even I will ask to like and subscribe, but we I have. will not like and subscribe many people. <laughs> but I did this one because it was inspiring, Charles. That that that's, is that's doing it right. Right, exactly. Okay, uh, just that 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 man was like a, it was poetry. poetry the double cheese the double tr- the, the 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 hand breaded panko and the, the way he mixed it the way he did it like it, it was 
it was like I said, it, it was beautiful. It was poetry. I, yeah, we cried. I absolutely love it. So uh, I have no. I, at this so point, foods needed. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it's just. I it's feel like we're missing. Foods. It's yeah, finger, finger foods. foods. It um, is the finger foods. You got your chips, your salsas, you got your hot dogs, and your burgers. And I, um, man, I never really had places that had hot dogs or burgers. Sometimes there's been pizza. Sometimes there've been other stuff. But if I wanted, I don't want to be rude. But if I wanted hot dogs or if I wanted um, burgers at a Super Bowl party, I would just go order my own burger. I would get a like, hmm. you know, gourmet burger, straight up. I'm weird. What can I say? I think it's because we've done so many of them. And it is stuff that you get the expected same food, so that's why I'm always hmm. happy. Like, you know what you don't see enough of? Shrimp. I'm like, what? I can get behind shrimp for, you know, Super Bowl for finger food and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I I can't do it no more, but I can see why uh, you would do that. Uh, yeah, give me some panko on that mofo. Uh, do it for the two of us. Well, I think that kind of ends our discussion there for this charles and, and you know what we can get to this earlier than normal because i really don't mm-hmm. have anything more else about sports because this is not really a sports show no more uh, yeah. so let's 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 head on over to the, to the cage here we go and who knows it'll be brief but we'll see here welcome we everybody your weekly true place the cage with charles full disclosure wrestling is not fake it is scripted it is a stage fight it is a soap opera it's a song and dance it's about men and women trying to beat the holy hell out of each other um, establish their legacies, win championships, just you know, looking good in life and succeeding, all those other fun things that we come into it. Um, as Andrew's throwing five thousand things at us at one time. Um, but anywho, what's going on in the wrestling world? How are we going to break it down? It's going to be a relatively short show today. Why? Not that I don't love you people. I love all of you and everything like that. It's just sometimes that's what happens when you're in February. And everything's kind of going through. So we know that something's going to be stalled up a little bit. New Japan, they're hurting. Ring of Honor, they're waiting. Impact, they're building. Let's head up to where you want to hear from, AEW and WWE. And we're going to give AEW the back end. It gets the closing song. It gets the encore. So let's just go straight into the WWE world right now. As we know, NXT is going on. I have no idea what the hell is happening. But they are doing um, St. Valentine's Day Massacre or St. Vengeance Day or whatever it is. A pay-per-view that's next week. I think actually it might be this weekend. There's a couple confirmed matches. I will confirm that so I can make predictions for you guys. But right now on USA, or is it sci-fi because they're dealing with the um, Olympics fraudulent? It's just as rigged as wrestling. I don't understand why you guys love it so much, but whatever. On the main roster, what we have going on is Bobby Lashley dripping it up, looking good as my WWE champion. Saying he's the best, talking that talk with Brock Lesnar, saying Brock ain't never defend no WWE championship. And I know Bobby's tough on the mic. He's not the best, but damn it, I love me a good Bobby Lashley. I love him. I love him so much. I don't have any idea, Francisco, what the hell we're going to do with that title at Mania. But look at that man's attire. It is beautiful, and we love it. Remember, Bobby's going to be headlining, headlining, I hope, the Elimination Chamber. Hopefully it's the main event. And I'll tell you why it might not be the main event in a second. Over on Raw. Oh, hey, Uno is on the Switch for $3.99, Francisco. I'm looking at the eShop as we speak. Also, Hades. I don't think they have crossplay, though. That's the thing. Oh, son of a bitch. It's a very fun game. Yeah. I, I think why I did not sponsor that one, but it, it's mm-hmm. some cool-ish. Yeah, I remember we checked and we didn't find it. Lame. 
Like, I mean, I could buy for four bucks, but it, it ain't gonna happen. Any, well, buy Uno on the eShop for four dollars, and also mm-hmm. on your PlayStation, Xboxes. Anywho, um, there's some other cars that are being built for the Saudi Arabia pay-per-view. Um, it's not Crown. Is it Crown Jewel? It, it, we're building. They're calling it Elimination Chamber. That's right. I, I don't know if that's still a smart name to put, but what have you? Lita versus Becky Lynch Raw Women's Championship. Okay, right, fine. I like Lita. I don't know what she has in the tank. I don't know if her style would mesh well with Becky, but it's good for them to just to kind of have more women wrestling over there. Because um, remember, very restricting rules. I'm not trying to get political. I'm just keeping it real where there was concerns about even having women wrestling. And then they had Natalia and Lacey Evans being the first ones to wrestle over there. And then you had Becky and I don't know if it was, yeah, it was Becky and um, Bianca. And I think Bailey was in it. No, Sasha Banks had a match. Bailey was over there with Naomi on a match. So there's, there's progress, I guess, in the wrestling world. So that's better. They're also going to do a women's elimination chamber, but the title's not going to be defended. What's going to happen is going to be a spot to go and challenge the Raw Women's Champion there. I'm presuming we're going to get RK Bro versus... Alpha Academy for the Raw Tag Titles. The card could be interesting. The card could be trash. The card could be trash. Actually, Francisco is Elimination Chamber this weekend. I. This is what happens oh, when I oh, still no. had fatigue oh, no. from WWE the- Elimination Chamber. Let's see. Right, cool. Whew. Whew. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. I got scared because I was like, "Oh no!" I was really like, "Oh no!" What I have been liking is everything Saturday. However, we are getting vengeance day i think next week on usa so it's not gonna be a full-out pay-per-view like they did a year ago which is kind of a bummer because if you want me to give nxt 2.0 a real chance i want to see how it functions without commercialized commercials in there because it ruins the flow unless you have like the main event match being picture in picture but anyway we're building up to elimination chamber I'm hoping Bobby gets a good chance. I like who's in the Elimination Chamber. We won't go into predictions because that'll be for next week. Um, But my concern is the WWE Championship might also be a second off because guess who's back? Back again. And this man's usually the death kill, the death blow for any reigning champion when they have to challenge this man for a title. And it's Goldberg. And he's challenging Roman for the Universal Championship at Saudi Arabia, at Elimination Chamber, and no one has really survived much credibility, Francisco, as a champion once they've had to go against Goldberg. He killed the Fiend, basically, and he was ever, you know, Bray Wyatt wasn't really able to recover back from that. He won against Drew and Drew's second run, and that was ho-hum, and Kevin Owens reign to win that championship, too, originally. Originally, he was supposed to go schedule against Roman at Mania from two years ago, but, you know, the Rona kind of came in and Vince, you know, he doesn't let go of certain things in the past. Goldberg went against Bobby Lashley at SummerSlam, and it wasn't really a good match. The the guy's just a buzzkill. I like him when he's in stuff that's not for titles. I thoroughly enjoyed his crown jewel match against Bobby Lashley. And now he gets goes against Roman. And what doesn't also make sense, Francisco, is the difference between Brock and Goldberg. Because Brock just goes and says, I want a shot. You get a shot. You're Brock Lesnar, right? You're a part-timer, but you're an active part-timer. Goldberg's a special attraction. And he's just going against Roman and says, you're next. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Because that match is not going to be good. Not going to be good at all. It's just going to be... 
what they dub as the master of spears going against each other. Goldberg's finishing move isn't even the spear, kids. It's the jackhammer. I don't understand that. And I don't know how many... It's really hot in Saudi Arabia, too. So remember, last time Goldberg was in Saudi, aside from beating the Fiend, he almost killed Taker in their other match. I'm... So the Elimination Chamber takes place on a Saturday at like 12 p.m. I just might do what I did with Survivor Series and just skip it, or I might just watch like the championship match itself, the Elimination Chamber one, where Bobby's defending top, because I am not invested in that at all. And listen, Goldberg's 55, and he's in fantastic shape. I just... Roman style wrestling is already kind of its own hybrid, but I don't know if you can get a three-star match out of this with it being a regular match. If you go no DQ, yeah, fine. You might have fun with it. Him and Bobby had a good match, no DQ. Ah, it's just looking. And I, I like Goldberg when he was starting out at WCW when he was undefeated with the streak because it was something compelled by, but everything after that, bleh, bleh. NXT Vengeance Day is going to be next week. It's going to be on during the show. So, I won't give predictions because I figure what we can do is when we start the show next week, we'll start with reactions. Well, that or the cage Mm -hmm. um, starts first. But I think live reactions should probably, you know, that you mentioned it probably be the best thing to go. And you guys will just be hearing me like scream some stuff. But you have Braun Breaker versus Santos Escobar for the, right, for the NXT championship. I'm looking forward to that. I love me the Spanish strip that is Santos Escobar. And I like Braun Breaker. He's grown on me. Carmelo Hayes versus Cameron Grimes from the North American Championship. Um, tag team titles online for Toxic Attraction versus Indy Hartwell, Persia Perota. The Dusty Club, Dusty Cup Challenge finals going on with um, whoever's going against each other. They haven't confirmed, but I'm sure that's going on right now. Pete Dunn versus Tony D'Angelo, steel cage match. That one's a head scratcher. I know that's Dunn's last match before he presumably gets called up or released. You know, Vince, he likes to fire people. But you had a crowbar and a pole match so why would you just think the next step up is a steel cage match right makes no sense i think if you just did no dq that probably makes more sense i guess i don't know i'm, I'm just a guy who is a lawyer who sometimes pretends to make imaginary world about being a wrestler or doing wrestling stuff to decompress from the world what can i say um so that's where we're at with certain things and then AEW, big ish happening tomorrow TBS, watch Dynamite. So we would say TBS because I've been saying um, TNT. But you're going to have this big signing that's coming in. It could be a lot of people. There's a lot of free agents that happened from last week. Could have been Keith Lee. Could be Karen Cross. Maybe it's Johnny Gargano. I watched Dynamite last week. I watched the main event, MJF versus CM Punk. We like both of them. I don't love CM Punk the way a lot of people love CM Punk, but I appreciate CM Punk still there. I love me some MJF. The guy's a pure heel. The guy would go to a Make-A-Wish Foundation and flip the kids the bird because he's totally in heel mode as Mm. kayfabe. And that's what you have to be. He's the one doing the shit heel moves. They had their match on Wednesday. It went 40 minutes. It went about 15 minutes too long because I don't need, and this is part of the problem with, if you like New Japan wrestling, every match there was like a marathon at 60 minutes and not everything needs to be 60 minutes. And what they did in this main event is they did like a double fake where MJF choked out CM Punk and CM Punk passed out, but he used like a garrot on him like a not not necessarily like a garage garage kids but like a slip or something and he passed out of the ref side and then it ends where wardlow who is cm punk's dude in the pinnacle comes out makes it seem like he's gonna hurt punk not hurt punk bypass him and he passes him the diamond ring that 
Um, Punk has been consecutively winning each year and knocks out CM Punk when the ref's not going there to give CM Punk his first loss to pass over the torch to MJF, I guess. And you saw them talking after the match to a degree, like not talking like, hey, I love you, but MJF's on top of Punk covering his mouth. You can tell they're having some words because that's big, man. That's saying something where, you know, CM Punk came back, probably the biggest mover on that roster aside from Brian Danielson. And they perfectly gave MJF the rub because what happens? What does that mean? Does it mean that man in the screen and hangman Adam Page? He's going to go against Lance Archer tomorrow in a Texas death match. Basically, anything goes. Lance Archer won a Texas death match against John Moxley for the NW and New Japan World Wrestling US Championship. I'm not about this feud whatsoever. I think the match will be fine, but anytime you bring Dan Lambert on my screen, along with Jake the Snake Roberts, and you have two managers kind of talking trash about your champion, I think it just deflates momentum out because Lance Archer is managed by Jake the Snake Roberts. Dan Lambert's just doing things now because I think that's Tony Khan's idea of like, we get America's top team out there. That's going to help out. That's going to benefit. That's going to get raised views. You know, I, I can't get into it. And that's the problem sometimes is if you want compelling storytelling, it's fine. I think the issue with um, with Lance Archer was he was kind of gone for a couple of months. He had a concussion, of course. We, we know what happens there. He's off or whatever. And then he just came back and just challenged it. What happened to the ranking system? Isn't Adam Cole, baby, your number one guy? Why is it Lance Archer's getting a title shot out of nowhere after doing nothing except beating up the guy? We have rankings that say something differently. I don't know. It's stuff like that that can kind of get confusing. And then you remember wrestling's fake or staged or scripted and whatever you want to call it. Um, and then you realize, hey, get over it, Charles, being a punk. Why you do it this way? I know. I know. It happens, Francisco. I don't watch Rampage, but I heard the Sammy Guevara, Isaiah Cassidy match was good. They're going to do a um, face of the revolution ladder match. And whoever wins that, they will have, you know, title shots into the future. They've done in the past as well. I'm trying to find out what tomorrow's card is, but I can't seem to have it. So I'm just like spitballing. AW is still getting there. Still improving. Their next pay-per-view is Revolution, which is Monday, uh, not Monday, in March. And I don't know if I would buy it. Obviously, you know, you have to have like the perfect card for me to have that per se, but it's always a possibility and things are always on the table for consideration. I did buy it for what was a full gear that I saw and I was mostly satisfied yeah. with it. Hmm. Um, and yeah. then tomorrow they're just teasing some stuff. Yeah. Except for what had happened, yeah. but I learned, right. Hmm. But I learned, I learned it's what happens. It's what we do. Okay, fine. Um, but it's interesting. And now it's kind of the momentum to get me to excited because revolution is kind of like their WrestleMania. So I have my predictions of what I think will happen in revolution, but here's the thing about wrestling. It makes no sense to do predictions full out until you know, it's on the card unless, you know, DraftKings comes to play, but that's all I got for you this week on a very, very controlled episode of the cage. Okay. So I think that's it. I think we talked some sports, but it was mainly food and video games. Which is kind of what we expected when Andrew said he wasn't going to be here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and a, different, a different side of us woke yeah, up. This, this will probably be the next few episodes while he hunkers down. And, yeah, well, we'll see what happens next week with the Super Bowl. We'll probably actually talk about that next time. But I'm out. Everybody else is out. See ya. Bye, guys.